Blog Talk Radio. I'm telling you niggas, I'm not a regular nigga. No, I was been supposed to change up. I was been supposed to fold all this pressure. I was been supposed to change up. Nigga, what would I look like? I come from the hood. I represent the only way up. Had to hustle, boy. I'm trying to touch the toy. I'm trying to fuck these LA streets up. Think it's safe to say that I did it up, nigga. Up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let it play, let it play. It's your boy, Heavy J, and I'm not for that bullshit. Yeah. We in the building tonight, man. We in the building tonight. Everything is on all systems. Argo, and y'all know how it go around here on the Heavy Handed Edition. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Yes, yeah, your boy back on the man, 100 grand, green eggs and ham, heavy-handed Jay. It's been a minute. I feel like the hiatus has gotten me off the off the rails a bit. Dog days of summer. We do have the boys of summer. And actually, the sport I was best at growing up. Look, man, you don't know one thing about your boy, heavy hand. I don't, I don't like to talk about myself a lot. But, uh. You know, at, at, at one point in time, I was a baller out there. I was a baller. And uh, the sport I was actually best at and had the best chance of getting to college and possibly going pro was baseball. You know, I was this Rudy in football, this in-betweener. It's like I have lineman weight, but not lineman size. You know what I mean? Not quite a 6-4 Orlando Pace type of motherfucker. Uh, basketball, yeah, man, I could ball, believe it or not. But, shit, I ain't built like Kobe. Basketball coaches was having a hard time dealing with me growing up. They was like, what the fuck? Put him at point. He's a point forward. I was playing point forward before before point forward was ever a thing. I was playing point forward before point forward was ever a thing. And the homies will tell you that, man. They'll definitely let you know that. But um, I'm in. I'm in. It's been a while, you know. And uh, But I'm heavy. I'm ready. I got a fully loaded show. We ready around here. And uh, I got something fully loaded. You know I love lists. And if you've been listening to the Relatively Black and Fat Podcast Network, list is something we do around here. And I'll give you a show to go back and watch. I don't know what number it is. But whatever show that that the title says we have the Wikipedia racial slurs list, man, go back and listen to that show. And if you want to do and if you don't want to do that, just go to Wikipedia and search racial slurs. It's fucking hilarious. Racial slurs on Wikipedia is funny as hell. And it's basically all the stuff they're calling black people, like moon crickets, boot lip, uh, just some of the thing off the top of my head. But I remember me and my boy really tripped that they was calling us moon crickets. I was like, damn, a moon cricket? 
what the hell is a moon cricket? But anyway, man, we here to just go over this NFL top 100 list. There's some people in places that are too high and some people in places that are too low and all in between. Nonetheless, I love lists. I love to critique them and I love to make my own. Recently, you had going around on social media, the NFL top, uh, not the NFL, the, the rap top 100 list. And, you know, it was pretty atrocious. Everybody was outraged and everybody started making their own list. Look, all of your lists are trash unless you have criteria made. If you don't have criteria made for your list, it means nothing. It's completely subjective. If, unless you have criteria, there is nothing to hold you accountable for. I, I just like Fat Joe. Fat Joe, number three to me. Oh, nigga, Fat Joe may lean back. No, we're going to need some criteria to hold you accountable for. But, like I said, we're discussing discussing the NFL top 100 list here today. We got somebody online, man. This look like some family. Let me bring them on our family. Come on. Liddy again, Liddy again. I got it. We Liddy again. Liddy again, Liddy again. I got it. We did it. We Liddy again. What's up? Who we got calling in? Man, you got the one and only D, man. Dog, man. Oh, my nigga. What's good with you, man? You riding with man. me? Man. Hey. You already know I'm riding with you. Uh, already, already, all the time. Already. Family, where, where you at though, bro? My my boy, let let me give y'all a rundown here, man. Now oh, a lot man, of y'all motherfuckers, a lot of y'all hate <laughs> real, like real, nah, real players really. at heart. Like mm-hmm. a player at heart. See, when you a player at heart, oh man, it's hard. It's it's a hard it's a hard knock life. Because it's, it's heartbreak kid. You got to be a heartbreak kid. Shawn Michaels, you feel me? But uh, there it is. This, this, y'all, y'all know him as Brian. Y'all, y'all didn't heard him on some of the the shows I've gotten most reviews on. Y'all, y'all probably know him and love him. This is my boy Brian calling in. You know, nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Oh man, That's so homie. much, man. That's the homie, though. Um. My nigga, where you calling from, though, bro? Yeah, I know you you man, traveling I, across these states. You Rick Ross. What, what, yeah, what's good man, with you? I'm, right now, man, I'm in Jacksonville, but I, I'm in New York tomorrow. So tomorrow is New York. You know what they say, only in New York. So I'm there. I'm a Nick tomorrow. I'm a New York Nick tomorrow. So I'm, I'm going to go do a little traveling, a little shopping, you know, enjoying. I'm on vacation right now, but I'll be back to you all on the podcast for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. My boy out there. Uh, riding around and getting it, so to speak, you know. Um, yeah. And, and enjoying the life and living a good life. It looked like, from my perspective, we ain't gonna go into no details. But uh, not at all. Yeah, we ain't going into no details at all. But you not know, shit. It's an adventure, it seems. But it's an adventure. It's been a hell of a year, though, and it's good to have people like you. Let's get that. Let's get that first. It's great to have great friends. I tell you, man. Hold on to your loved ones, man. Give them their flowers while they're here, bro. Don't be scared, though. This is my dog we talking to, so we're going to get into it, you know, and I appreciate you all the time. You know that. Absolutely. 
already. Well, D man, we 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 here to talk about something I know you could talk about all night. You know, every oh, yeah. year, every year the NFL releases a player, a peer, yeah, driven award, a peer driven meaning players, players vote okay for the top one hundred players in the league. Okay. And the list is always given, and there's a number one player every year. Every year. There's a, yeah. a list one through 100. So basically what we're going to do here tonight is go through the list from 100 to 1. So, yes, sir. Yeah, man. So just to get the juices flowing and let me uh, get my things going, because we're talking big NFL, NFL top 100 list. This is what the players think, y'all. This ain't what heavy-handed Jay think. This ain't what my nigga Brian think. This ain't nothing exactly. under the other homies thing. This is what the players say. All right, let's get it. Yeah, so... Let me minimize this screen real quick so we can do what we need to do here. Where are you at? Yeah. So, coming in at 100, Eric Weddle, safety for the Baltimore Ravens. Now, okay. D, you know, you remember old Eric Weddle, white boy safety. Yeah. You know, yeah, white, white boy, boy safety. He hit it. He hit it. From the Chargers, you know that's an old yeah. Charger. That's that's yeah, how that's I know. Charger. And you know, yeah, I don't I know about Baltimore. But... Yeah, he he's been recently traded to Baltimore. But okay. uh, Eric Weddle, a good solid safety man, has a you know Eric Weddle probably going to be borderline uh borderline goddamn Hall of Fame when it's all said and done. Number one hundred, yeah, yeah. Number one hundred, yeah, Eric Weddle. At number ninety nine, though. A cat that I've been, I knew, I've seen him in college. He was a beast. And yeah. I've been waiting for him to show up in the NFL. It's been a couple years. But this nigga's a hog, y'all. A hog. You know, and last year he had his he had his moment. He had that 99-yard run. Some of y'all still don't know who I'm talking about. But the NFL, be- the players... The players that voted him number 99 this year, I got some sound to play for him because he's my dog and one of the players I like. <laughs> Let's listen. Okay. We got Derek four to five yards. He got 95 yards after that. I blocked my guy, and then after a while, like you hear cheering, so you look, and he's 20, 30 yards downfield. Derek Henry! arm was as least a move as I've seen in the open field. He was not going down. That was strong man run right there. That run was just unbelievable to go 99 yards like that. I, I had never seen a run like that before. We were just losing our minds. It was awesome. It was unbelievable. The guy's a stud. It was probably the best running play I've ever seen in my entire life. That play might have reflected Derrick Henry's dominance. But it's his bruising body of work that has made him a top 100 player. 
Derrick Henry, very physical. You got to bring everything with you because if not, you're going to run through you. You got to come with it every play. Now, D, do you okay. know who we talking about now? Um, I, I kind of know who, who he played for, though, because I, I can't, I'm mixed up with him. He, he, was he a lineman? No, he's a he's a running back. Remember the big that big Derrick Henry that used to play for big Alabama Henry. a couple years back? Yes, yes, yes. Big Henry, big big Henry with the dreams that was smashing shit. That yeah, yeah, running yeah. through now shit, he's, fast as shit. Came to the NFL, went to Tennessee Titans. We yes, kind of lost yeah. track of him. Kind of lost track of him, right? Man, I still yeah, be true. watching like that motherfucker's a beast, and he he totally up and yeah. He lost that weight, man. I, I I watched this whole thing. Now you bring back memories. He lost that weight. He was a little chubby, but he dropped down to that weight. They had his ass work out last year. He had a great workout though. And he he looked fit. He looked fit. He looked a lot better than he did the year when he came in. And in the second half of the season last year, he rushed for the most yards in the second half of the season last year, and it was his oh, coming was out quiet. party. Quiet. He was in the city. I didn't even know. He's in the city. He had well, that I know, but I didn't hear about it. He had that 99-yard run. You know, people, you know, they they really starting to have to feel this boy. You know, he's been buried he down be here. Yeah. They're straight out of Alabama with the rest of them, them niggas. Uh, All beasts. I played defensive line. Let me tell you something. That shit is not a great thing when you got a running back slamming through the hole and you've just fought off a 300, another fucking 280-pound yeah. dude. He did you that in Alabama, though. A half a second to take this load on. You're not looking forward Ooh. to it. And Derrick Henry is a man. Derrick Henry no, is he a man, man. man. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Derrick yeah, Henry is a man. man. So, yeah, that's I'm, one of my I'm boys, though. Yeah, that's a good one. You, you, That hit me. That that got me. Yeah, that's the beast. That's number ninety nine. He came in. I felt it was a little low, but this is his first time making an appearance exactly. in the top one hundred list. Uh, moving though. on, y'all. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Tyler Lockett, number ninety eight. Uh, wide receiver uh, okay. for the Seattle Seahawks. Little shifty dude. I, I like him. I like him. Fast. Yeah, a little pump. Yeah, little Fast. pump return like type him. of guy. I think that's uh that's respect putting him up in here. He he's getting his respect. Number ninety eight, yeah, Tyler Lockett. Right. Number ninety seven, yeah. Byron Byron Jones from the Cowboys. Byron. With yeah. the position, he's a uh, cornerback. He's cornerback. Cor- yeah, yeah, for the Cowboys, yeah, he, um, Yeah, right side. He I watched him today. He plays he plays some sticky D today. Yesterday or whatever they played, I watched the previews on him. Yeah, man. So. A lot of, you know, that dude must be doing really well. The Cowboys have a really young defense that, you know, fast. a, a, a few ballers nice on fast. that defense. Yeah. But that's Byron Jones at number 97. But at number 96, some shit I don't like at number 96, bro. Um, 96 is a guy who's who's bald in his young career. Um <laughs> Ball, you know, straight up, and yes, he's it's because he's recovering from injury. I believe 
no, won the Super Bowl already. Well, no, got hurt before. Got hurt. Got hurt. Coming in at motherfucking number 96, a guy that led the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl got hurt. And Nick Foles was ever to come in and take him the rest of the way. Now, my man Carson Wentz coming in at number 96. And let me just tell you off the bat. That shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. Let me play this Carson Wentz sound because I think this is very low for Carson Wentz. Then a year after tearing his ACL, Carson Wentz was back on the field. And now is barely back on the players list. Let's go! He's like exactly what you would want in a quarterback as far as size-wise. Wentz takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He ducks under the rush. He starts to run. He's athletic. He's strong. He's not afraid of contact. And I think that allows him to really sit in there, shuck him off, and deliver the ball under pressure. My guy, Carson is... He's like that weird animal you see in the zoo. Like, you don't know what he is, and, but he can move and everything like that because he's so long, and, you know, that's a compliment. <laughs> Carson is elusive, and he's actually a lot stronger than what you think. Bigger quarterbacks like Ben Roethlisberger and bigger guys, they aren't as elusive as he is. We had him on a blitz, and he got out of it. He gets away from one man. He made a hell of a play, man. Runs to the near side. He dives, and he has a first down. Even on Darius' sack when he had, when he jumped on his back, Darius was like, it was like tackling the horse. He jumped on him, man. The ref blew the whistle. It's a lot of times, man, where you see that cat that you think he's down and he's not. He can actually throw when he's being pressured. That was one thing that I saw that didn't change from, you know, before injury to after injury. He dashes to Yeah, man. So that's Carson Wentz coming in at number 96, and I think that's rather low. But, yeah. D, D, like they say, yeah. this the player's yeah. vote. It's the player's vote. It's different. It's shit different. It's the players. So what can I say? This is what the players got to say about it. We got more family online. Let me bring them in. This is my boy. Lydia again, Lydia again. I got it with Lydia again. RC Central Valley was good with you, King. Hey, what's going down, JP? Um, ain't shit, man. Just kicking it. Um, got back home a little while ago. Seen a message, and uh, I had to call through and see what's going on with you guys, man. I seen the uh, NFL 100 that you're talking about, and barely caught in. To that last piece right now about Carson Wentz, and just yeah. real quickly, you know how serious I take fantasy football. And last year, when I picked, or it was the year before that I got Carson Wentz when he was having his MVP type season before his injury. Now, if we were to rank Carson Wentz at that point, which would be the high point of his career, we're talking about a top fifteen player in the league, maybe top ten. You know, Easily, uh, special, special talent that kid. You know, but he did play very reckless throughout that entire season. I say if he keeps playing like this, he's going to get hurt, man. But I didn't think he would get as hurt 
you know, and it, it might even be arguable. We're talking about MVP. It should be, you know, that should be the number one ranking. So it's arguable top five. I like Carson Wentz a lot, man. It's uh, what have you done for me lately business. 96 seems way too low for me, but, you know, way last year he was still, he's still coming out of, he's still coming out of that, that I don't know if I still got it because of the severity of an injury I had type of shell, and he played a little hesitant last year. So I expect Carson Wentz to have a really big bounce back here this year coming forward. But um, uh, I don't know what you guys have been talking about, but I just caught that last part and had to speak on it because Carson Wentz is kind of my guy uh, coming out of Delaware, man. I like that guy a lot. You ain't yeah. missed nothing, my G. You ain't missed nothing. We started at 100. Um, number 100, Eric Weddle, safety for the Baltimore Ravens. <clears throat> Number 99 was my guy, Derrick Henry, running back for the Tennessee Titans. We got into him a little bit, and we talked about the beast that he's been since Alabama when he came to Alabama and when he – and we've just been waiting for him to to emerge, Derrick Henry, and he he made the list for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, We had Tyler Lockett, which I think is a, a lot of respect for Tyler Lockett to make the list at number 98. And number 97 was Byron Jones, cornerback, young corner over there in Dallas, baby. And uh, number 96, Wentz, which I felt Wentz, which I felt was really low. Felt it was low. So that's where we at. Number 96, Carson Wentz, bullshit. Um, I guess it's what, like RC says, it's the what have you done for me lately business. And if that's the case, Carson was down with injury last year and, coming in at number 96, even though I think it's very low for a guy who is going to be a generational quarterback, not generational in the sense of the greatest of a generation, but he will be a part of the next generation's top five quarterbacks. Like you see Phillip Rivers, Breeze, Brady, um, shit, I don't know who else is in that that Um, list of the the guys who've um, held, held it down over the past 10, 15 years. But I want to give uh, Nah, I ain't going to bring that up But I, I like Flacco uh, He's what, on my team uh, Flacco you could kind of But he's, you know He needs a Flacco yeah, now, kind of, so I'm happy Kind of a Flacco And, you know, the Peyton Manning yeah. before Eli Manning, you, I think you could throw yeah, Eli Eli, he's the Eli heir, you're right, Eli yeah. So, yeah, digressing yeah. though So, moving on Number 96 was Carson Wentz Number 95 Kyle Fuller, a quarter, a cornerback in Chicago. Either y'all know anything about Kyle Fuller? Uh, I heard of him. I ain't really watched a lot on him. RC, you know anything about Kyle Fuller? Yeah, that kid could play, man. I like him a lot too. Um, He one of those just quick reactionary type of DBs. I like him a lot, man. That uh, uh, when when Chicago had picked up uh, Khalil Mack last year. You know, um, they don't have uh, Amos anymore. I think Amos went to uh, Green Bay uh, because it was his contract time to get to. And uh, he was like um, one of the top top three free safeties in the league, maybe top five, still under a rookie contract. So he is getting probably somewhere around five hundred thousand um, dollars last year, in which he was, you know, should have been top paid in the league. That's why I knew he wasn't going to be there much longer. But that that secondary that they had. Um, you know they replaced him with Drake Kirk or with um, with uh, uh, Kirkpatrick, I believe, and um, 
But, man, when, when they had all those talent put together, I was like, man, Chicago's going to be a monster. They had so much talent around. Especially when you got when you got corners like with Kyle Fuller, it just allows so much more for your free safeties. It gives them so much more, more freedom for your safeties, man. They could they could just missile seek in the middle of the field without having to worry about the, the, the corners on the outside. Kyle Fuller, yeah. man, that kid, he's a ball hawk. I like that guy a lot, bro. Well, they – it might actually it might be a little too low actually if you ask me. Well, good info by RC. What's scary is I know a little bit about that front four with Khalil Mack and yeah. those boys up there. MSB. You got mm-hmm. them motherfuckers rush. You got Khalil Mack and a couple other bad boys rushing, and you got good corners. God forbid. Huh. Yeah, that's, look for that's, Chicago. That's, that's, yeah. be, look for Chicago to be playing late into the season next year. I'm, I'm telling you, oh, Mitchell you know, Trubisky. Oh, yeah, like, like how you Mitch mentioned the, uh, the Cowboys corner. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jake. I just want to say real quick. You mentioned the Cowboys corner that was just brought up, uh, like, before or so. Um, yeah. That dude ain't the truth. That that comes from the, the defensive line with, with the yeah, monsters exactly. that the Cowboys got up they there. Make, now, they make Kyle them Fuller is the complete opposite of that. Kyle Fuller plays – he played great cover corner – get great cover corner – Whenever he don't need a, a D line to to get pressure and make a quick throw by the yeah. cornerback that makes the DBs look better, he's a complete opposite from that. Well, I'm looking for Chicago to be playing late into next year. I think Mitch Trubisky, that quarterback, is going to make he's that great. leap. He's great. Yeah, I think he that boy can he's throw. Great. Boy, he great. He got a cannon. Cannon, and uh, he got, a cannon. got some receivers over there. You got Khalil Mack and them dudes, and you, it looks like you got a secondary. Shit. You so they got a second. Then listen, they got a secondary. Chicago has a secondary for sure. Hey, look for Chicago to play late into the season. Uh, my man RC says Kyle Fuller is low at number ninety-five. Moving on, number ninety-four. We have a tackle from Kansas City Chiefs, Mitchell Schwartz. Um, I'm sure he does a great job. I'm sure he protects. Uh, Patrick Mahomes blindside. So yeah. that's probably that's pl- probably why he made the list because he protects he Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Number number, number ninety four Mitchell Schwartz. Number ninety three T J Watt. Now let's stop here for a second. This is, this is a um, boy out of that out of that Watt family with J J. Yeah. Now them some big ass okay. white boys right there. You they know, come I, from I'm a line you, of beef. I'm telling you, I, and I believe. Another one of them motherfuckers, RC. You know about that other Watt? The other um, one, I think. I, 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 haven't, I haven't heard too much about him, honestly. Or, um, actually, I heard more than I've seen, <laughs> so I can't really comment too much on it. But I'm sure the the genetics kind of helps a little bit, kind of like how the Bosa boys are uh, with yep. uh, uh, the the kid yeah. in San Diego or um, in LAC, and then you know the Bosa, guy that my team just picked up. You know, there's a similar kind of a. Uh, the way these guys come from a cup in that cloth, you know? Yes, sir. TJ Watt, I've seen him. He looks explosive. Looks like a, you know, I guess it's this. I'm about to make a terrible analogy just because it's <laughs> another white boy. Just because it's another white boy, but he kind of <laughs> looks like Clay Matthews out there. God damn, that's so bad. I could have named a million other linebackers that have played football, but I just named another white boy linebacker. Um, but, yeah, T.J. Watt looks like he can ball. Number 93. Number 92, Jarrell Casey. 
looks like uh, a defensive tackle. I don't know much about out there in uh, Tennessee. Jarrell Casey, number 92. Uh, number 91, yeah, he, he ball. Yeah, he, he's nice. He's nice. He's a big guy, though, but he's nice. I've seen he him looked, on the, yeah. He played good he this weekend. You go watch. Yeah. <clears throat> looked like he pretty hefty. Uh, number 91, right. only reason I know about this guy because I live in Los Angeles and he's getting all the white boy love you can give him. Andrew oh, Whitworth. God. Andrew Whitworth, <laughs> a tackle from the Los Angeles Rams. You know, yeah. they made him, you know, sometimes, you know, the media will take a white lineman and make him into a god every now and again just yeah. to give, you know. Give him a shot. You, 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 you never seen any black offensive lineman get the love Nick Mangold used to get for the Jets. You know what I mean? Nah, I never. I mean, a black offensive lineman goes completely unknown. Like, for the most... They gotta be Jonathan, like... Unless you're Jonathan Ogden. <laughs> that old, old Baltimore Ravens tackle. Now, that, that was a monster. What do you have, Samoan? He's good as shit. He's like one of the greatest ever. You know what I mean? This motherfucker, Andrew Whitworth, we talking about ain't the greatest ever. You know, Jonathan Ogden, (laughs) arguably one of the greatest offensive linemen, not even arguably, is one of the greatest offensive linemen that's lived. But you can, people can argue, is is he the greatest damn near? You know? So, stories for another day. Stories for another day. Yeah, that's number ninety-one, Andrew Whitworth, coming in at number ninety. <laughs> Julian Ed Edelman, little Edelman. number eleven. Edelman, mm. uh, Tom Tom's favorite receiver. What can you say, yeah. man? I mean, I feel like you you got to give him his respect. You, I mean, you you got to give Julian his respect when his name comes. Nigga, up. when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. <laughs> you got to. What's that? Bro, my favorite soundbite is a relatively fat black podcast. <laughs> that one right there, man. Is that the one? Yeah. Is that the one? That's your favorite out of well, all the ones. Every time, that, every time, every time that one pops up, that should kill me every time, bro. <laughs> well, I feel like you know it's applicable, man. You know Julian Edelman. People gonna give him a hard time. Hey, you're playing with Tom. You're playing with Bill Belichick. You got you're it easy. With- you got it easy. But God damn it, dude, this is a dude who was a quarterback at Kent State. At Kent State. Kent. Kent State. Yeah, Kent. Yeah, Kent. That ugly ass eagle on the front. Niggas don't know that. My nigga yeah, was a quarterback at Kent. <laughs> at Kent State. And look Kent at State. it. So that's why I feel like you got to. You got nigga, to. when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Julian Edelman, man. Julian Edelman coming in at number 90, and rightfully so. Damn near low. Get get him up the list some, huh, R.C.? I believe so, man. Um, You know, uh, you've got to give respect to him, like you say, man. The soundbite is perfect for him because whenever it's it's crunch time and a ball's thrown in a tight window where that guy's there, you know, it's an afterthought. For the regular season, when you don't, when he doesn't put up these big games in the regular season, but when it's crunch time, you know that guy's gonna get separation. He's gonna catch the ball, 
and he's going to fight for extra yardage. He's, he's one of those yeah. guys that just turns a four-yard – it should be a four-yard game, and he turns it into, a, you know, a, a pivotable just like a 15-yard reception instead of four. Like, he's just, he's just yeah. one of those those white guys with the motor, you know. I don't know where Bill Belichick keeps finding these guys, man, but, I mean – there's a, I expect a lot coming out. I know he's uh, dealing with a hand injury right now, but if, if, if anybody, all those people out there who are thinking, you know, this great, this, this Patriots passing offense is going to take a hit with the talent that they got surrounded right now, stand for a big surprise, man. Yeah. Number 90, Julian Edelman, man. Much respect to that kid. Um, yeah, nice. coming, in at, coming in at number 89, another New England Patriot. I have no idea which one of these niggas it is. It's one of the Cocoa Butter <laughs> Twins. It's one of the Cocoa Butter Twins, y'all. Now, y'all know the Cocoa Butter Twins. They both play for New England now. <laughs> yeah, they both play for New Yeah, they both do. Now, if y'all don't know who the fuck the Cocoa Butter Twins is, that's them. <laughs> you motherfuckers the on that lotion commercial. <laughs> the fucking identical McCordies. <laughs> now, they're both oh, the McCordies. This one name is Devin McCordy. I don't okay. know these cocoa butter niggas one from the other, but I know they're good. I can't do that. I think it might be another cocoa butter twin up the list somewhere. <laughs> up up the list somewhere. But I know these oh, fucking shit. cocoa butter twins. They're fucking pretty good, man. Uh, so yeah, Devin McCordy makes the list. Y'all got anything to say about the cocoa butter twins? They're good, though. They're they good. They ain't nothing to play with. They Them two motherfuckers is ready to play. They built. They on the go. They gonna be. You gonna hear about them. Them brothers. You gonna hear about them. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I think uh, the other McCordy twin is in uh, Tennessee, I believe. Yeah, he in but, Tennessee. Uh, I think. Devin. Yeah, Devin on New England, though. I mean, that kid. <laughs> I mean, he's nice. About, think about this. The Patriots don't pay anybody the 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 going rate for top paid players at position wise. But they paid him, so it just goes to show how, how yeah. important that guy is. You know, they let go of um, uh, uh, who who was uh, I forget the name right now off the top of my head. But when they uh, bench old boy in the Super Bowl, um, can't uh, be. But anyway, yeah, I can't. I can't, I I know can't think of his name. About. But I can't think McCourty, of it. I mean, McCourty, you know, McCordy. Honestly, he should have been Super Bowl MVP over Julian Edelman with the with the work that he had. Uh, but very, uh, very impressive, high IQ with some talent and in, in, in to go with it in itself in, in McCourty in New England. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, Cocoa Butter Twin. Uh, Cocoa Butter Twin, Devin McCourty, number 89. New England getting it done as usual. Coming in at number 88, a defensive tackle, Cameron Haywood from Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you know, whatever, whatever. Coming in at 87 is a guy I found interest in. 87, man. Now, look, this is a dude I hold. I I hold him near and dear, y'all. I hold him near and dear in my heart. Um, Anybody, I think we all do, if you're a part of the culture. Because he he looked at, like, the truth. And he's taking us there, but it's always just, you just had to always keep a little... A reserve about him, and we love him. But damn, let me let me give you a caution, an air of caution here, if you haven't seen him. And let me just tell you who we talking about. Coming in at number eighty-seven is Cam Newton. Okay, now that's low, and that's uh. more than what Cam should be. But if you haven't paid close attention to Cam, 
if you haven't like seen the Carolina, Carolina Panthers training camp, they have some kind of training camp thing they're doing. I advise yeah. you don't ever get really to know Cam because Cam will confuse the hell out of you. Cam <laughs> is some kind of I don't Cam's not gay. But goddamn it, Cam is the closest thing to gay in my estimation. You can be and not be gay. But I Cam makes me question who I am and my rationale and my ideology because I know he's not gay. But everything about him says gay. From how he dresses and how he interacts, he's just so weird. But we're gonna we're talking about what's happening on the football field. I have some stuff yeah. on the play. Cam Newton coming in at eighty seven. Maybe rightfully so, but that makes me sad because this is my guy, Cam. Let's listen. Cam Newton is definitely still the top 100 player. I mean, I look up to Cam Newton. He in my division. You know, when you just think about a complete player, someone who can throw the ball efficiently. And then you know the Cam, they can pull that ball down and have design runs. You can't really stop them. Newton to the 30, the 25, carrying Cowboys with him. Oh, what a step ball. My goodness. A lot of defenders, I mean, they fear Cam. You know, that's what he feeds off of. He's the hardest, one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. Um, he loves playing football. He brings, like, a, a childish energy in a good way. you got to put good energy in the world. Not none of that negative. I don't. I need good energy. You read what you saw. Cam's a, a, a different guy, obviously, with, with his personality and, and how he approaches the game. 2018 was shaping up to be one of Cam Newton's best seasons. But after a mid-season injury, he began to fall off. Our offense was flourishing. We were 6-2, and two, and once he started having shoulder issues, you could see, okay, something is going on. Yeah, toward the end of the season, you could, you could, you could see that he was hurt. But that's the thing, like when you got a player with, with such a high pedigree, with such an ego, he ain't going to let his team know. He ain't going to let nobody else know. You got to basically drag him off the field for him to just take a break. He's never going to be a guy that's going to tell you how hurt he is. He's going to show up. He's going to try to do everything that he can to go out and compete. He kind of kept to himself. He always does that, but he's a warrior, and you can't fault him on anything that happens. When you think about what Cam was doing before he actually injured his shoulder, he was probably having statistically one of his best seasons since he's been in the league. After 11 games, Newton was one of the NFL's top-rated quarterbacks. He had completed nearly 70% of his passes and had thrown 22 touchdowns to just seven interceptions. There's two things about Cam that I think make him a special player. He's ultra, ultra competitive, and he's super tough. You're never out of a game with him. He's never going to give up. So, guys, man, Cam. Cam coming in this bitch at number 87. Sounds like he was injured last year and wouldn't tell nobody. I don't know if I consider that, if I if I give you a stripe on your chest, that that's costing us. If you're hurt to the point where it's costing us, nigga, I need you to sit down. But maybe yeah, it's, it's still better than the second string guy. So that's a thing. But uh, uh, D, D, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on Cam, bro. 87. Uh, you know what, I man? I like Cam. Cam's great, man. Cam gonna be Cam's gonna be around a long time if he can stay healthy. That's the thing with Cam. He gotta stay healthy. If a healthy Cam is a problem to the lead. They already know it. They know that Cam is the man. I know Cam the man. He got it. 
Now, all that weird shit with him, I don't know what's going on with that, but in his drug style. <laughs> but as a football player, I fucks with Cam. That other shit I don't deal with, but I like Cam as a player. RC? Normally, I would defend Cam Newton and, and back him up to the fullest because he's one of the uh, a player that I, I considered having some some space in RC country. But given the fact that he was a Florida Gator, he shouldn't even be on the top 100 list. He had such a bad year last year. He shouldn't even be on the list with his Florida Gator ass. Because, wait, we know come Saturday, Miami, to you about to beat that ass. And anybody who's affiliated with the Florida Gators gets no love for me this week. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Man, well, yeah, Cam, Cam did play for Florida. Cam did. Uh, yeah, that's a He was a Gator. Uh, unknown. He was a Gator. He sure was. Cam said, I'm out of here. Tim Tebow's around this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm gone. Um, I'm gone. But, uh, I'm gone. yeah, Cam, Cam coming in at 87, kind of uh, saddened by it. I think Cam's a better player than that. And Cam's always made me like him with an air of caution. Cam has always thrown in windows that are too tight for me. Cam, I, I watched Cam. I, I had prime ticket years just to watch Cam. And yeah. I, I'm, Cam throws passes that you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what are you doing, Cam? Like, that pass is ridiculous. And and how Cam be dressing, look, man, I'll, I'll leave the research up to you. But a lot of shit Cam be doing is weird as hell. I know. You know. I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. Coming in at number 86, Darius Slay, a cornerback for the Detroit Lions. Now, do, that beast. boy ball. Young beast. 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 He's coming. He He's coming for sure. If y'all ain't watching Detroit, if y'all ain't watching no games out there, y'all better pay attention. That, that young yeah. defense is coming, man. Darius Slay Jr. is a baller over there in Detroit. And I think yeah. he's this is actually low for him at 86. Coming in at 85, Frank Clark, a defensive end in Seattle. Frank Clark in Seattle. Anybody know anything about Frank Clark up there in Seattle? Uh, shit, Frank, Frank, Frank. I don't Wasn't know. That, uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not 100% if that was the guy that they just traded for the year before um, and picked up in Seattle. I could be wrong on that one, but I believe he was uh, uh, acquired by Seattle last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I could be mistaken on that one, but coming from I mean, you know, uh, uh, as a Niner fan over here in the NFC West, uh, Seattle has taken a step back, and they don't have that big defense that they had the Legion of Boom era, but they yeah. still are a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, as much as it hurts me to say, Niners are still the little brother to the big brother of the guys in Seattle. So that defense yeah. has still got some – they still got some players out there, man, unfortunately. But um, that defensive line especially, the way that – because people overrate Russell Wilson. Like, he's overrated. He's not that good. And the defense has to step it up and pick up the slack. So, a lot for with, with the way Seattle is, is kind of built from Russell Wilson right now is they got rid of all the guys from back in that time. The defense is really undermined, and they have a lot of really good players on that team that are better than they are advertised. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Frank Clark, defensive end, Seattle Seahawks. Coming in at number 84, which I think is low. And I believe next year – with the additions made on this team, 
the Cleveland Browns, Jarvis Landry coming in at number okay. 84. Jarvis Landry next year, I predict Jarvis Landry to be in at least the 60s. Jarvis Landry coming in at number 84, I think it's low. This guy has a, you know, he's he's proven that he's a reliable, um, maybe not quite a number one guy, but a damn good number two. Jarvis Landry, number 84, man, I think it's a bit low. Number 83, Harrison Smith, that white boy safety in, in Minnesota. The so hitman. Yeah. Hitman. Hitman. Is that you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm if if he's, he's that he's good. good. He, is he good? He's, no, he's, he's good, JP. He's good. <laughs> he's good, JP. Put on my team. He's, but he get that yeah. on my squad. He's sticky, All right. JP. He's sticky. All right, uh, I'll let Harrison he's Smith. He's got a nose live. for the football, man. Yeah, you know some of these white really? dudes be safety white dudes, man. I'd be like, hey, them safety. Well, lately the safety white boys been hitting. You know, the last what ten years, these, these white boys been coming up playing them safety positions, smacking. Right, you look, Harrison Smith. Much respect. I, I hey, you know, let, let's do it, Harrison Smith. They told me put some respect. Nigga, on. when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. <laughs> Number eighty-two for my man team, for my man Brian team. Linebacker Bradley Chubb, you don't even know him, do you? Hey, oh man, listen, that's a beast. That's a beast in the making. They ain't even they don't even know what's finna cut. We got the first of first off, for all you people on here, Denver has the number one defense by far. We're A plus. Who else? I gotta say Chicago second to me though, but um who else? We gonna run through the lead this year. We got we got a veteran quarterback that can lead us. See, you know, Elway just wants the leaders. He go grabs all the leaders. Get rid of the dummies, get the leaders. That's what we're looking yeah. for. I, I'm looking for it, looking. Before we get on that subject and get off, I really want Eli there. I want, I want the New York get rid of Eli. We'll take oh, him. Get the fuck we'll, out of here. We'll take him. I'm telling you, Elway know what he's doing, man. Flacco going to get a ring before he get out of there. I said it first. He's going to get a ring before he get out of there. That's the plan. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the plan, though. Like they got That's somebody. They got somebody to take some pressure off Von Miller on the other side. Yeah, yeah. So, goddamn, yeah. it, it, it can only be a good thing. This kid actually looks Ill. like the good. He looks like the good. I say, I say the same thing. I say the same thing. I say to Raiders fans. Unfortunately for the Broncos and Raiders fans, y'all got to deal with yeah. two Super Bowl contenders in the same division with, with, yes. with LA and with the with the Chargers. They're still San Diego. They're still San Diego Chargers to me, but they're still they the LA now, man. They the LA. They, de- they deserve yeah. to be in L.A. now. It's still, yes, it's still weird to me when I see L.A.C. It, it just reminds me of the Clippers instead of the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> oh, God, it do. That's the on God. Oh, me. That's on God. <laughs> I'll be thinking about the fucking Chargers. Up, man. <laughs> hey, that's a good football team that plays 20 minutes away from me, and I never have the inclination to go see what it do. Man, that's a shame. Uh, that's I, I gotta go. I gotta go down there, man. They playing on the road every week. Yeah, we gotta get down there, man. This is this is a shame. But uh, number eighty-two, Bradley Chubb, Denver Broncos linebacker, coming in at number eighty-one. Yeah. Uh, tackle number seventy-one, Trent Williams. You know, been been protecting that blind side up there in Washington for years. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's kind of a guy that has had the cachet. To me hasn't lived up to what he's been built to be, actually. He's always hurt. 
uh, you know, he's good. He's one of those really athletic offensive linemen, huge kid, a huge guy. But, uh, you know, Trent Williams coming in, number 81, uh, should be higher up the list because he's, he's, he's far better than that. Yeah. But before we move – oh, I thought we had him. Um, Trent Williams should be hard, a lot farther along than that. Coming in at number 80, Mark Ingram makes the list, man. Surprisingly, right, Mark Ingram? Uh, see out, uh, New, New Orleans Saint running back. Yeah, Alabama. another Alabama boy. That's another, another Bama boy. I'm 80. I think that's uh interesting. I'm surprised Mark Mark checks in right there. Uh, number a while, he should be a while, but he actually had a good season last year. Yeah, he did. You know they, but you got a shit. They got Kamara running the ball. Yeah, you know, and, they got and Kamara, Kamara was having big numbers. Kamara was killing it once Mark Ingram was there with him. But as soon as Mark Ingram left, Kamara's numbers took a significant hit. So it just goes to show you the importance of Mark Ingram. But we can't forget of the PED violation that had happened last year with Mark Ingram. So, you know, the mm. special shakes, they could, do some, uh, they could do some wonders for your numbers. Oh, didn't, didn't know that. Didn't know that. Didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he had got suspended for a few games last year because he did not pass the drug test. Um, I can't exactly remember what it was, but it was for two substances. One was a masking, and so he got popped for two in a, uh, two different types. But he took, I think, a four-game suspension or a six-game suspension. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, man. Look, all these That's niggas funny. do is shit you ask me. So, you know, I, I I don't like that I have to know about that. But at the end of the day, I feel like shit, man. If if, if all of them taking a good-ass supplement, so, you know, shit. Bucks. I don't give a fuck. Mark Ingram, <laughs> number 80. Coming <laughs> in at number 79, uh, defensive tackle, Cincinnati Bengals, Geno Atkins. Seen him before. Now, coming in at number 78, a dude who got two receivers on his team that are have become stars since he's hit the team, Minnesota Viking quarterback Kirk Cousins at seventy eight. I think is low. Kirk is a goddamn gunslinger, man. Yeah, and yeah. Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. Tell me you're a Kirk Cousins guy. Well, I'll, I'll I mean, just, I'm, I'm not like necessarily a Kirk Cousins guy, but I'll say this: Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs are both on this list. And they above where Kirk is, and Kirk is throwing the ball to them. So you know, I yeah, think but, everywhere uh, Kirk. Uh, let, let's do the math though. When Kirk was in Washington, Jordan Reed had his best seasons. Jordan Reed was a stud, like a fucking you a fantasy football guy. You know that. You know, yeah, but Jordan Kirk, Reed had a pretty solid year last year with Alex Smith too. Surprisingly, he's been injury prone, but he had a decent, uh, I'd say above decent year last year. But it was nothing like that two, three years ago with Kirk. You know what I mean? Where where you sure. were arguing. But if you put the but if you put the talent around Kirk Cousins right now, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph, um, and well, you can't really count uh, Dalvin Cook because of his injuries. But they still had Jet McKinnon. I mean, this guy's surrounded with talent, and his record against good teams is like what five and twenty-eight or something like that. I don't know, man. Kirk Cousins to me, I liked him a little bit when he was in Washington, but you know, you know, I, I got more woke as I seen more games from Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk. 
coming in the number I like 78. Kirk. I like Kirk. I like him too. I'll take Kirk on any like team. As a Raider fan, we got Derek Carr. Give me Kirk. <laughs> I'll trade I'll mm-hmm. trade Carr for Kirk. What? Mm-hmm. I'll trade oh Carr for Kirk. Like you tell, like you tell me, JP, blasphemy. Oh, no way. No way. Blasphemy. <laughs> Carr for Kirk right now all day. Still threw for 4,000 yards. Come on now. Don't disrespect Fresno State like that. <laughs> oh, man. No. God, give me Kirk. Kirk's a good Kirk is cut out of that Brett Favre mold. You know, he going for that shit. I'll tell you that. Um, number 78, man, Kirk Cousins, a little low. Number seven, seven, 77, uh, Tyler Lewin, a tackle from the Tennessee Titans. Number 76, Robert Woods. Oh, shit, you know, USC boy, uh, the Rams. This guy's living his best life, been a Los Angeles boy, then came straight from USC, then wait, yeah. playing for the Los Angeles Rams now. And he's it's looking good for Robert Woods. Robert Woods making the list, man. And I don't know if Robert Woods has ever been seen as that type of receiver where, you know, but he is now. So kudos to Robert Woods. Uh, coming in to number 75, a uh, guy who's recently gotten traded, Gerald McCoy, a uh, guy who's been kind of a, a stalwart down there in Tampa Bay for some years, defensive tackle. Damn uh, good coming player. In that, damn good player. Uh, another player surprising, surprisingly making the list, a linebacker, Leighton Vander Esch, at 75 after his rookie season in Dallas. The tackling so this is Dutchman. By, tackling Dutchman. This is Byron Jones, another young player under, under three years tenure. And Leighton Van Der Esch also on that defense. So this is all adding up to Dallas having a damn good young defense down there in Dallas. Number 74, Leighton Van Der Esch. Uh, Like previously mentioned, Kirk Cousins at 78, and I said his receivers are on this list higher than him. Coming in at 73, maybe a little low for the receiver he is, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, 73. Speak on it, RC. Disrespect. Stephon Diggs is arguably a top ten wide receiver in football. It, 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 they might take away a little bit from him what Adam Thielen did, but don't get it twisted. Adam Thielen is a really good receiver, but he ain't. He's not better than Stephon Diggs. Thielen gets the yards, and Diggs gets the touchdown. I mean, I like That's Stephon Diggs throughout his collegiate career. Um, I mean, just big play, big heart. That guy, he's a top ten receiver in my opinion. For him to be rated, what is it, seventy four, seventy three? That's a that's a damn shame. Yeah. That's a, it's almost. I put I put Stephon Diggs in the same light as I put Devontae Adams, receiver from out of Green Bay, where he just mm. gets overlooked from from other whoa. guys. Where, whoa, you know, whoa. In my opinion, yeah. Devontae's Adams, way up this list. Devontae's way up yeah. this list. So I don't think that's a fair I comparison. Hope so. He should be. I hope so. He but, is. No, Stephon Diggs can be just as good if he had a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who could get him the ball, you know? But Oh, shit. So <laughs> a dig on Cousins. All right. So <laughs> at 73, Stephon Diggs. 73, Stephon Diggs. 72, Jason Kelsey, a center for the Philadelphia Eagles, coming in at number 72. At number 71, we have C.J. Mosley, damn good linebacker. 
out of Baltimore. Damn good linebacker, mm-hmm. C.J. Mosley. Number 70. Over in the Jets now. He's a Jet oh, now, he's yeah. Jet. Number 70, I think low. My guy, T.Y., 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 T.Y. Hilton. This dude that don't man. know nothing, but he be getting loose. T.Y. be getting loose on these niggas, man. So I think T.Y. could be Straight a little up. higher up the list. Yeah. Yeah, I echo uh, that. I echo that. T.Y. Hilton has been a very good receiver for, I mean, he struggled a little bit with uh, Jacoby Brissett, but as soon as Andrew Luck came back, T.Y. Hilton's stock has risen crazy because he's got them burners, man. Yep, yep. 69, low, Matt Ryan. Too low for Matt Ryan, right? Man. This Matt, Matt Ryan? Also. Yeah, the Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. You know, it, it, yeah. They need to get rid of his ass. They the Falcons need to get rid of him. Get rid of whoa, him. Whoa, whoa, he ain't been whoa. doing shit. I'm mad at you him. He ain't been tripping. doing shit, man. You tripping. You tripping, tripping. Brother, brother, brother. Last year, last year, Matt Ryan's numbers were equivalent to his MVP year that when he went to the Super Bowl. I mean, he put up monster numbers last year. Matt Ryan, exactly. if Nick Wright puts him, he, he has the the Nick. He has what he calls the Matt Ryan line, where he puts him in the middle of the road of quarterbacks, where he puts him at fifteen. When really Matt Ryan was a top five quarterback last year by the numbers. Like I mean, Man, I mean Matt I mean, Ryan looks like Ryan he gets it done. He got a lot of help. Over I don't want there. him in big games. I don't want him in big games, but because <laughs> you know, age is catching up with him. Man, we got to get somebody. Age is catching up. Nah, man, Matt is over there. He got Calvin Ridley. Man. He got Julio Jones. He got Freeman yeah. and them to stay fucking yeah. upright. You know, uh, Atlanta's going to be tough down there in the South every fucking year, no matter what. But uh, I think a little low in some disrespect. Matt Ryan coming in at 69. Another guy off your team, D, Philip Lindsay. This little this little running back of yours is getting some love out He's here. Sweet. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Sweet, young, sweet, ready to go. I don't know about him. He comes from that Curry cloth. He one of them Steph Curry's and shit. So yeah, you he's know, a Curry. I don't know. Curry. Yeah, he he a, he a Curry, but you know yeah, Drake Curry. Free smoke, free smoke, free smoke, free smoke. That's for the Drakes and the Curries of the world. My my Knicks, yeah. my niggas Shout out here stay them. winning. They stay winning mixed. Um. 67, D. Ford, linebacker, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, seem a little soft on the end for me sometimes. A little soft. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Coming in at 66. You mean on the 49ers now. <laughs> a little soft. A little soft over there. I'm sure y'all paid for him. But uh, yeah, a little IQ soft sometimes. Uh, Eric Ebron, tight end for the Indianapolis Colts. Coming in at 66. Good player. Good fantasy player. Uh, A guy I'm I'm surprised to see on the list. Blew his fucking hand off damn near a few years ago. Years ago in New York. Jason Pierre-Paul a few years ago fucked around with some firecrackers and blew his goddamn hands off and was running around the NFL with a stub for a fucking hand. I don't know how that's come along, but Pierre Paul obviously is still balling. So uh, making you know, a list. JP, he was man, he was one of the most talented. And, you know, he's obviously still he is sure on this list. I mean, just an athletic freak, man. Like, I mean, Jason Pierre Paul. 
for him to still be making a, getting a second or third check where he is right now just goes to show what kind of talent this guy has playing with a fucking club on his hand. Yeah. Real shit. Real shit. Real shit. Uh, 65 Pierre Paul. Put some respect on his motherfucking name. Uh, coming in at 64, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, man. Uh, 64. Another okay. Alabama boy. Yo, boy. Another Bama boy. Hey, talk about making the fucking list. Talk about a turn of events. <laughs> you know, my boy for the Raiders, I got to show love. I mean, yeah. 64? He only played a half a season with the Cowboys. You think he was going to make this list for the Raiders, bro? Not a chance in the uh-huh. world. Not so a chance in the world. It's a definite Man, illustration. John Gruden, bro. Man, yeah. Kind of, John Gruden was too mean to him, bro. He needed a coach that was going to cuddle him and, 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 and put an arm around him when he's, when he's having he a bad that day. Savior. That's exactly what, what Jason he Garrett needs that love. Does. He needs that Alabama love. You got to give him that Alabama love, man. Yeah, Alabama yeah, boy. You got to treat him right. Treat him right. He was one of those players raised by his mama, you know? Oh, fuck. Jay, all you got to do is yeah. treat him right. He's going to ball. Hey, I have to agree. He needed a little more. Treat him right. He needed it to be a nicer atmosphere. He don't like, yeah. you know, team scrutiny. He likes things to be harmonious and a lot of, you know, camaraderie. He comes from Alabama. Later, it's a black hole. <laughs> you in the black hole, baby. You gotta be tough. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, real quick, JP. I, I, when I played football in high school, there was a, a buddy I played with, and his name was Boo Williams. And I always wondered why his name was Boo and. And his mom would always be at the games like, don't worry, baby. Mama still loves you. That reminds me of Amari Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's right. That type of yeah. mama. We still holding on, man. We, uh, Amari, making a <laughs> list, baby. Coming in at 64, good, yeah. Amari. Shit, man. Y'all, you know I got to do it. Let me get to it. Amari, coming in at 64. Y'all know what's up. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Niggas is hating out there. Jonathan, where are you at? Uh, coming in at 63. Uh, yeah. Another stud from yesteryear. You talk about athletic studs. Jadavian Clowney um, was the stud of a lifetime just six years ago. Maybe hasn't quite lived up to expectation because expectations were high. But Jadavian Clowney has had a damn good NFL career probably doing double digits every year he's been in the league in sacks. So Jadavian coming in at 63, you know, maybe not quite where we projected him to be, but nonetheless, you know, has had a great NFL career alongside with J.J. Watt. So Jadavian Clowney coming about, in at 63. How about, how about what the, the things Jadavian Clowney used to do at, at, at South Carolina? Talk about a, a, a highlight reel on defense. What a monster, man. He didn't have yeah. I mean, he should have had a better career, but he's had a good career, and he's still a highly touted player. Yep, yep. Not quite. We we thought it was Lawrence Taylor. Not quite, but uh, damn good. Number 62, James Conner, running back, replaced Le'Veon Bell in Pittsburgh. And they My like, guy. Le'Veon, we never needed you. We never needed you. Know? Him. You know, you know we don't... The, the, the secret success to my fantasy football season last year was was picking up James Conner with the last pick in the draft that I had because after I heard the comments made by the Steelers linemen and other players about Le'Veon Bell, I said, there's no fucking way he's coming back. James Conner had a damn good career. 
He's a diet Le'Veon Bell, but that's not a dis- that's not a, a dig at him or nothing like that because the guy can play. He's got soft hands, quick feet, IQ that's pretty good, and obviously he's metal tested with battling cancer throughout his career. Uh, uh, yeah, damn good football player and a, a better person. And I like I I, I fucks with James Conner a lot. I like that kid. What college did he go oh. to? Where, where did he go to? He went to college. <laughs> Born and raised. Yeah, a matter of fact, yeah, still, that's still the, no. You know what? No, that's a great, that's a great kid, Tank. He gonna, he's special. He's special. He's a special kid. Well, man. That, that kid fought cancer and did all that shit and came to the league and he, showed his ass off. He goddamn definitely eased the transition from losing your star running back, who was ranked I like, like him, number I five, who was ranked number five on this list last year. Le'Veon Bell was ranked number five on this list last year. But uh, Pittsburgh Steelers got rid of him, and James Conner eased that transgression like a motherfucker by coming in balling, and Pittsburgh was like, hey. That's all right. Don't worry about what the fuck I be doing. Niggas was worried, like, we got rid of Le'Veon. The Steelers knew they had a better pick. They got a better pick. 62 James Conner coming in at 61. Jalen Smith. Rounding off that Cowboys, young, young, young Cowboys uh, defense, Jalen Smith, Cowboy linebacker, number 61. These dudes is young. That's that's the two linebackers. That's Van Der Esch, that's Smith, and that's Brown. So the Cowboys got a future down there on the defensive side of the ball. Loaded, young, young, young. Young, loaded. Very good, very good young player. Uh, a football player with quick reactionary skills. I like him. And uh, I like just him. a, I mean, he's a monster. But he had a devastating injury in college, and I don't have a lot of love for Notre Dame players. But you know, <laughs> Dallas really rolled the dice on this one, and they hit a home yeah. run with it. That kid, I mean, he's a monster. I like him. I like him. Uh, coming in at number sixty, a OG, a OG. Um, damn near surprised he's still on the list. This is a players list. Larry Fitzgerald. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Larry Fitzgerald, still going out there and just playing football. He a football player, right, y'all? Like, yeah. He ain't the best. You know, just a goddamn football player, right? No, he's great, man. Yeah, he's, he's great he's, in college. He's a he's a consummate profession. Of, of all levels. Uh, I can't remember exactly what defensive back it was last year who, who uh, went for the poking in his eye. and um, uh, uh, But it was all for uh, shits and giggles because when I had seen that last year, I was like, how are you going to try and poke someone like Larry Fitzgerald in the eye, you know, a professional? But I guess they had a, fr- a friendship or something like that going on, but it was all shits and giggles. But, man, I mean, it's, it's amazing that the guy's still in the league given the fact that he was one of the best players coming out of the draft in 2003, I believe, from Pitt. Yeah. And, I mean, Super Bowl in 2008, I mean, uh, they didn't win it. But, you know, he's he's still been – you know, I'll take consistency over big numbers and low numbers, kind of like Amari Cooper. You don't know what you're going to get from him. I'll, I'll take the consistent numbers that Larry Fitzgerald put out throughout his career. Damn good player. Hall of Fame. Respect, respect. Yeah, Number sure. 60, Larry. Larry Fitzgerald coming in at 60. More Cowboys coming in at 59. Zach Martin uh, playing the guard position. More Cowboys. Number 58, you know, I think rightfully placed. Uh, had a damn good career. A.J. Green, wide receiver in Cincinnati. Wish he would play for a better yeah. team so he can be on the spotlight on the big stage somewhere. 
damn good receiver wasting his life down there in Cincinnati. Thanks Thoughts on AJ? Uh, he's he's yeah. a damn good player. I loved him out of Georgia. He was a really good wide receiver under the Mark Rich system um, with uh, uh, Matthew Stafford at the time. He had a uh, uh, with no Sean Moreno at running back. They had yeah. um, uh, they had they a had really good really team. good team around him. He's been a damn good player ever since. But you know, Andy Dalton is unfortunately he's a, a middle of the road quarterback, a lot like Dak Prescott. If he was around. Uh, a better quarterback who could get him the ball. And, I mean, Dalton got him the ball. We remember last year he had a four-touchdown game. I mean, <laughs> he's just oh, a good, man. put the ball up around that guy. He's good, but he just hasn't excelled to that next level, you know? He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's kind of stuck where he's at. He reached, he, he reached his ceiling. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's at his game. You're right. Coming in at number 57, Daniel Hunter, DN. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, Daniel Hunter, DN. Not a lot there. Joey Bosa, 56 for the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, yeah. This dude looked pretty real. He looked real, man. I remember when they drafted him out of Ohio State, I was like, shit, is he that real? But down he real. here. He was in, real in Ohio. And he real down here in uh, San Bosa, Diego. I, yeah, he real. That Bosa bloodline, man. Those guys, they they just, they're football players. I mean, I don't, I mean, like, look, you know, I'm a Niner fan. I didn't want his brother Nick Bosa as far as. Uh, his political stance and all that, but if you get to the motherfucking quarterback, I don't care what you run for. Just get, just get me some defensive pressure, and they definitely have that bloodline. His dad was a football player, and now the, the, his two sons are football players. Very, uh, uh, I mean, uh, kind of like the Howie Long, and um, yeah. I can't remember his son's name. Chris Long. You know, they they're, they're yeah, boys, yeah. man. They know how to play football. <laughs> Absolutely, fifty-six. Joey Bosa, rightfully so. Coming in at fifty-five, a dude who I've seen here and there, and RC may know about, know a little more about, because he he be around these parts. Xavier Howard, a cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Great, he's good. Dude, he's good. He gets after it. He gets after it. He gets after the ball. He's a ball hawk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I yeah, agree. No, he's he's a ball. That's a good. That's a very good. That's a good ranking for him. He's not. He's uh he, he's definitely I think that's probably a right rating for him. That's that's uh he's around that part. He's a good corner though. He's a real good press corner. And if you got a good press corner, he's got a, a nose for the football. Good things happen. He's had a good career. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fifty-five Xavier Howard coming in at fifty-four. I think a little low. Calais Campbell, D end the Jacksonville Jag Jaguars. This guy's just yeah. a monster. Just been a big yeah, ass the monster U. when he played for Washington. He's just a big ass monster. He's just a big ass yeah, monster. Eddie Monster, you know, just a big fucking monster. Just uh, kind of like a uh, kind of like a Jason Pierre-Paul, a physical specimen who's just you. You know, when you get some of those guys who are that tall, it's hard for them to get pressure from guys who get lower than him. But you know, yeah. like because when it when it comes to those kind of guys, you want to just run the ball at them. Because they're good pass rushers, but they're not good run run defenders. But he's he's both, and you know, especially my guy from the U. So uh, he, he's had a really, really, really good career. Pretty stout for him to be in this position right now, too. At the end of his at the back end of his career right now. Absolutely. Coming in at number fifty three, Mike Evans, baller. Used to play with uh, Johnny Baller. Yeah, that's, used to play yeah, with old, Big old, Evans old, in Tampa yeah. Bay. He yeah, ended up Tampa. In Tampa. Balling, putting up numbers, man. Um, I'm, I'm hoping him and Jameis can really put something together, man. I'm always pulling for those dudes. Always pulling for them. Mike Evans, 
53 wide receiver for Tampa Bay. I know he's yeah, looking good on that fantasy, huh, RC? I know he's doing good on that fantasy football. I know he's doing good in fantasy. And, and you know he's good if he's doing good in fantasy and, and the career that he's had, given the fact that he's had quarterbacks like Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, <laughs> respect. Yep. You know, people were always talking about Johnny Menzel and, and, and Texas A&M when really – <laughs> you know, someone else is making that was help was helping build that new stadium that they got over there in Texas Tech, and it, it, a lot of people say it was the house that Johnny Manziel built. But come to find out, someone else is putting in that work. Fifty three, Mike Evans coming in at fifty two. More cowboy. That big old number seventy seven looks amazing from time to time. Oh, Tyron yeah. Smith. Tyron Smith. Yeah. Shit, man. Uh, nice. I've, seen that I've seen him 20 yards down the field still making blocks so when he puts it all together now it looks like he's been injured over the past couple seasons but when he's healthy and puts it all together got to be one of the best in the league hands down Uh, number (laughs) number 52 more Cowboys uh 52 Tyron Smith number 51 we finally getting to somebody I have some for but uh, number 51, you know, they're calling him Baby Jordan of the football field, y'all. Uh, who you think we talking about if I say Baby uh, it Jordan? Gotta, it got to be Beckham. Who? It got to be that boy in Cleveland. Nah, nah, RC. You know who Baby Jordan of the football field is? The only Jordan I heard about compared to football was Aaron Donald. And I know Aaron Donald ain't 51, so I don't know who, who we talking about right now. <laughs> oh, you're, oh you're, you guys you guys forget so so quickly. The legend. Yeah. The legend. Who's the only man to ever do it to Alabama two times in a row? I'm talking about give oh, Alabama the numbers. Exactly. The man who gave that- them niggas <laughs> numbers. I'm talking about numbers against uh, uh Alabama. Four hundred. I want to hear that. Man, let's play some shit, of this man. D. Watt. <laughs> D. Watt out here balling like Jordan every fucking Sunday, man. I got something for it. Deshaun Watson coming in at number 51, respectfully so. Let's play a little. In his first full season after a torn ACL, Deshaun Watson fulfilled the playmaking promise he flashed as a rookie. How handy is Watson's ability to scramble out of trouble. That pocket was smushed. Gives defensive coordinator spits. Watson helped Houston rebound from an 0-3 start to win 11 of their final 13 games and the AFC South Division title. The Wizard, Watson, does it again. He's a winner, man, true winner. The respect I have for him is through the roof, and um, anytime he's on the field, you definitely got to respect him. Watson with a 39-yard strike to Will Fuller. He has two good receivers, and he can throw a really good deep ball. You watch him film, and the balls that he threw and the, and the windows that he threw in was really impressive. Especially for a young guy. He threw a strike. He still continues to get better, and I think when it's said and done, he could be in the mention as one of one of the better quarterbacks ever. But That's just Definitely a little sound there. we had on. Definitely we had there. on D. Watt. Should have been a Cleveland D. Brown, if you ask me. Should have been, man. Should have been. I don't know what the hell happened. They dropped the ball there. 
But uh, Deshaun Watson, man, you know, before the injury, I was super high on him. He came back marvelously, man. Now, when I watch this guy play, it's nobody who has the degree of difficulty that he's out here playing with. I mean, this man is spinning out the pocket, throwing the ball 30 yards downfield on the run, making runs. And like I say, he's balling like Jordan. And I'm going to let the players tell you a, a little more. You know, everybody talk about that. He got the MJ factor to him. You know what I mean? When he come to your field, he balling like he Jordan. You know what I mean? Respect to him. 325 to go, fourth quarter. Texans trailing third down and 11. Here's the snap. Watson in trouble. Watson trying to escape. Trying to run out of trouble. He does. And he throws downfield. And it's good. Wow. He is a magician. Wow. Deshaun Watson looked like he was going to be brought down on three occasions. But how many Eagles had a shot at him? Did you have any of those moments against you guys? Uh, where well, we thought we had him. And, yeah, um, pretty much the whole game. <laughs> See your thoughts on D. Watson, man. He's legit. He's, he's uh, rated too low, honestly. Um, especially coming off of the ACL injury that he had, to continuously be putting up numbers. And I mean, it helps to have, you know, uh, it helps to have uh, 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 Hopkins out there on the corner. But it doesn't matter. He's a he's a damn good football player. They have some good tight ends. Uh, I think it should get better from this year, especially with the addition of Duke Johnson that they got traded from uh, from Cleveland. Uh, Duke Johnson is an upgraded Lamar Miller, and I think that, you know, he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. He, he would have been getting better regardless of the, the help around him, but the help's gotten better, and that's just going to do that much more for D. Watt. I like that kid a lot. D, now he, he, he put numbers on your team twice like a motherfucker. Oh, man, he's great. Listen, listen. I never had shit to say about him. I knew they was gonna beat us, man. He's he's a magician, like they said, man. That that kid's gonna be good. This, but you always know my thing, Jay. If he can stay healthy, see, my thing is you gotta stay healthy to play good. So yeah, I like yeah. him. Just gotta stay healthy. That's my thing with this 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 shit with him. He gotta stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's gonna be that's gonna be the question. He he does a lot. That's he the runs question. around can a lot. Can you stay healthy? He's great, Jay, but can he stay healthy is my thing. Can you stay healthy? Yeah, that's going to be the question. I think he'll be just fine when it comes to that. I think, I think he'll be fine. He's going to be all right. Okay, all we're right. waiting. Number 51, Deshaun Watson. Number 50. Now, this this kind of a slap in the face, you ask me. Because at number 51, you have <laughs> Deshaun Watson. You have Deshaun Watson at number 51. Okay. At number 50, one spot higher, you got Baker Mayfield. I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. (laughs) Now, how the fuck is Baker, after one season, one spot above Deshaun Watson? Am I tripping, or is is this where he's supposed to be? Well, they're still running off college. I feel like this shit's still off college. I don't, I don't feel like he did much as Watson done. Watson's been to the playoffs, right? Yeah. Okay, there it is. You know what that shit is about. Oh. Favoritism. Players like him. It's the players, um, 
Yeah, there's a player's vote, and Baker Mayfield has got a lot of respect from the brothers in the league. Exactly. I mean, he's he's slinging it, and he's talking shit while he's doing it. And, I mean, I was never the biggest Baker Mayfield fan coming out of OU, but I always say, JP, if I was going to create a team based off players I dislike, they'd be a very good team. And Baker Mayfield has got the once, I mean, not once, but always, always laughingstock of the Cleveland Browns at yeah. the Super Bowl aspirations. I mean, you know, Baker's done a hell of a job, man. He's done really good. And, you know, now with the additions that they have, if he, it, I mean, it ain't no break, it ain't no break or bust season, but, you know, I, I, I think that this kid's going to have a really big season uh, given he's the talent that's around him. You know, he's got more, I mean, I, I think he's going to have a better year than Deshaun Watson when you talk about the talent that's around him. I mean, especially when Kareem Hunt comes back. I mean, watch out for Baker Mayfield, man. This kid seems like he's got everything that it takes, uh, the charisma and talent around him. I mean, just the leadership that this guy can bring on. And, and you know, I, I get it. I, I know I, I know the double standards that come along with Baker Mayfield and a guy like Deshaun Watson. But, you know, Baker's the truth, man. I think he's the truth. I really do. That's, well, yeah, he's the truth. I like him. I don't know how last year you ranked – uh, well, I guess that's projected going into this year because this is the 2019. But nonetheless, Baker Mayfield well, yeah, coming I in. Mean, Deshaun, uh, Tyrod Taylor was starting open for the first four games. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. Baker, number 50. It is what it is. Number 49, Miles Garrett, DN, also over there in um, Cleveland. Beast. Beast. Uh, number 48, yeah. another beast, a DN down here in San Diego, Melvin Ingram, beast. beast. A poly kid, a kid from around yeah. me, and me and my boy D's way, Juju Smith out of Lone Beach, poly, yeah. poly represent. We will, I'm rooting so, for him. Juju's the truth. He's the we truth. Always gotta, we always represent him for our Lone Beach poly. <laughs> All the time, you know. Schuster, he's anything, the truth. I'm a, I'm a, and I'll let y'all know another uh, Lone Beach fact is that Lone Beach Poly has put more players into the NFL than any other high school in the nation. This day, to this day, to this day. Yes, sir. LB, LB, LB. LB all the way, baby. Juju Smith coming in to number 47, man, and uh, happy for that kid. Happy for him, man. I remember watching some of the games uh, he was playing in high school down in Long Beach. So Juju Smith come a long way from uh, Long Beach Poly, man. Yeah, long way. Number, number 47, Juju Smith, Schuster. Number 46, this is low for this guy. He's underachieving. Coming in at number 46, with that 21 on down in Arizona, Patrick Peterson. Beast. Patrick Peterson. He should be higher than Baby Dion. Special milkshake. Baby Dion. <laughs> he ain't, baby. He be getting toasted every now and again. Yeah, but he, he play like me. He look like him. He try to look like him so bad. Fake ass Dion. Uh, no, I think he should, I think <laughs> he should be disqualified. Fake ass Dion. <laughs> He's a fake ass. He's a good player, man. P 
PEDs. He got he caught on that, that shit. Yeah. Got caught on that but shit. But no, he huh? was uh, he was a great player coming out of LSU. He was he was destined for greatness, and he's proven it on the field. It's just a shame that you know he went the route that he did. This for who knows how long, or if it was just this off season because of his age catching up to him. But um, you know uh, they they call him the truth. The nickname was the truth. Yeah, they called him the and, truth. Uh, he, you know, <laughs> can't deny it. Can't deny the talent that kid had for that. Well, I mean that that man. He's not a kid no more, but can't deny the fact that this guy has, you know, put in the work continuously and had uh, great success doing so. Whatever your number one yeah. receiver is, he's locking he's, he's locking horns with you. Well, if we number 46, Patrick Peterson. If we go on by this list, it's looking dark if you're coming down to Dallas and you got to play this defense. Because we've talked about some names and coming in at 45, more Dallas defense, Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, we oh, talked yeah. about more Dallas defense than any other team, I'm sure. Number 45, Demarcus Lawrence, a beast. I think we can we can say that. Um, number 44, low, Ben Roethlisberger, coming in at 44. I don't know, man. What y'all think about Ben at 44? That's about right, huh? Who's who was it? Ben Roethlisberger? We just said. Yeah, 44. I don't like Roethlisberger, uh, but he should be. Yeah, I don't either. Should. I don't know. All right. 43, David. killed it last year. Yeah. 43, David Bakatari, a tackle in Green Bay. Number 42, a guy I wanted to get to. Badass white boy. A badass white boy. Coming in at number 42. Uh, On a team I, I watch a lot of. Carolina Panthers, number 42, uh, the son of Ed McCaffrey for my man Brian's team. B. Big B. big Ed McCaffrey. Too low. Too low. Number, number 42, Christian, out of Stanford. Yeah. They said the white boy was too small, not fast enough. Yeah. Well, he's came in, and he's proven that proven. none of those things are true about him. Let's let's give this Kister McCaffrey sound some listen. I first saw him, I was like, is everyone's hyping this guy up? Like, no offense to him, he looks kind of like a little kid. People are going to say he's too small, he's too this, how can he carry the ball this many times, he's not going to last that long, but this dude's a warrior. In his 2017 rookie season, Christian McCaffrey proved he belonged. In 2018... He made the leap. I can't say this dude right here is the best running back that we've seen in a while. The jump over man who's like 5'11". My goodness, this dude's a beast. You know, his whole focus coming into this season was to dispel that notion that, you know, I can't be an every down back. You know, he played, I'm pretty sure, probably 90% of the plays was in between the tackles. He was off the edges. He was a matchup nightmare. Gives to McCaffrey, middle crowded, McCaffrey bounces it left, good choice, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, left pylon, touchdown. There's not a ton of guys in this league that play every snap as a running back. He's got a tremendous motor. There was one play against Tampa, I think kind of epitomizes what Christian's able to do. We had a long run, ran all the way down, 70-yard run or whatever, gas, get in the huddle, play action pass, he sneaks into the flat, catches a touchdown. 
And a lot of guys after a long run are going to tap their helmet, get out. But Christian, his ability to sit in the game, run a full speed route, catch it and run away from somebody after a long run is, I think, what makes him special. Hey, Christian McCaffrey, letting these niggas know, don't matter I'm white, small, you know what's Nigga, up. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Thoughts? Christian McCaffrey, y'all. <laughs> hey, I like him. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, no, I like him. He, he's good. He's good with me. I would take him any day. He, he's, a, he's a, I don't know, man. He's just an engine. He keeps going. He don't stop. Every time I see him play, he, he, you can see that he's going. He ain't, he ain't scared. And if you look at some of his recent photos, the guy's yoked up so much this off season. Yeah. So he's gonna yeah. be able to take a bigger pounding, and and he's a perfect running back for Cam Newton. Because whenever Cam's in danger, he just throw it to McCaffrey like, fuck it, you take the hit. And he's going to make some yeah. big plays out of it. I was one of those guys, JP, who said, man, this guy ain't going to make it. He's too small, bro. He's too small coming out of Stanford. And the, the way the, the soft-ass defenses in the Pac-12 at the time, maybe, I don't know if it's Pac-10 at the time, probably it's Pac-12, but I didn't think he could make it. And now, honestly, I put him up there with the likes of Saquon Barkley. So... Um, I think he's. Yeah. I think that's too low because he's a fucking workhorse. He's got. He, he can do it all. He can run the ball between the tackles, outside. He can block when it's a pass protection, and he's got soft hands. I mean, he can do it all, bro. I like Christian McCaffrey a lot. I think he should be somewhere in the realm of top thirty, so maybe twenty-five. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Christian McCaffrey, Stanford, uh, had a lot of scrutiny. But uh, has definitely lived up to expectation. Number forty-two, little low, coming in at forty-one. Cameron Jordan, DN, New Orleans Saints, a beast. We know about him. A guy priorly mentioned, coming in at thirty-five. I think about rightfully placed. RC said the number seventy-three guy is as good as the number thirty-five guy. Devontae Adams coming in at thirty-five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, around uh, about it, round about it. 35, Devontae, a beast, though, but he got Aaron Rodgers sticking that ball in all kind of windows to his ass. And they've been working together for years, so they got a good thing going over there in Green Bay. But Devontae, 35, coming in at 34, I think a little bit high for this injury-prone son of a gun. Melvin Ingram, I mean, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, Gordon. I don't know, man. He's always injured. I really haven't seen him have a good, in my like a good, sixty seventy yard run quite yet. But he's he looks like a hard runner and you know a workhorse down there, in San Diego. Yeah, he ain't healthy like that. He ain't healthy like that. But he, yeah, he but healthy. if you remember his rookie season, he had a fumble problem where fumble problem like Tiki Barber. You didn't yeah. know if he was gonna make it. Looked like a bust. But, I mean, the last two seasons, what this guy's been able to do, now maybe it's the offense with Phillip Rivers and the way that they run and pass, uh, kind of like a, a, a run-and-shoot style of offense. Melvin Gordon is a really good running back. Probably, I mean, he's definitely top ten, um, definitely top ten running back in the league. I like that guy a lot. He can do, he can do a little bit of everything. And, and, and I always go back to I don't care if a receiver or if a running back could just run between the tackles and make big plays. You got to be able to do everything when it comes to pass blocking, 
uh, and, and catching, running between the A and B gap, and then running on the outside. Melvin, could, Melvin Gordon could do it all. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I think they're, I think they're gonna end up parting ways with him, which I think that'll be a big mistake. But you know, they don't want to pay these running backs. But I think Melvin Gordon is definitely one of those guys who's well deserving. And Le'Veon Bell's kind of opened up the the new way for these guys to get paid. But whoever's gonna get the services of Melvin Gordon is gonna be reaping some high rewards, my friend. Well said. Melvin Gordon coming in at number 34. Coming in at number 33 was a guy I felt a lot of fans don't know a lot about. He's white. He plays receiver. Um, number 33, guy who's, who broke Randy Moss's record down in Minnesota. He broke Randy Moss' record at receiver. <clears throat> Coming in at number three, Adam Thielen. Let's let's hear let's hear something about Adam Thielen. He eclipsed the record that Randy Moss held for the most 100-yard games by a Vikings wide receiver, Randy Moss. You got Moss, like one of the greatest of all time. Randy Moss here. He had 800-yard receiving games in a season. Thielen now with nine. Adam Thielen has broken the record that Randy Moss held. Yeah. Adam Thielen is legit, man. Top wide receivers that I, that I have on my list, uh, obviously you got A.B. every year. Um, Adam Thielen is one of my favorites in the league. Got a lot of respect for that guy. You look at the numbers and you look at how he's getting it done. 900-yard games, really incredible. I see him go for 100 yards each game. At first, I don't think he was getting the respect that he deserved. I think just because he didn't pass the eye test, but he passed the stat test. 58 catches, the most in the history of the NFL through the first six weeks. He has more than 100 receiving yards for an eighth consecutive game, tying a National Football League record. You think it's not going to flash, but, you know, before you know it, he got 100 yards on you. You don't even know how. Adam has always been a great route runner. I, probably you're wide open, right? Yeah. He run a lot of misdirection routes. He make you think he's going one way, but go the total opposite. Certain things come up in the game where you have to, you know, uh, I would say improvise a little bit during the route. We played the Lions. I wasn't even playing, but I'm watching. He went inside, and he broke it off for his touchdown. Any other receiver probably would have went outside, and we were planning to go outside, but how the guy was playing, he went inside. But to know that, to make that decision real quick, shows you how smart he is. I'm like, okay, he's running the end cut right there, and then he breaks on the out cut. Adam Thielen, little known. I don't feel like everybody knows about him unless you're a football head. D, you know anything about Adam Thielen over there breaking Randy Moss records, white boy receiver in Minnesota? Uh, yeah, he. Shit, he's, it's quiet because a lot of people wouldn't even know that he did that shit. But he did that shit like it was nothing. If you was watching, he did that shit in a fashion that people today, right now, they don't even know. Because I just had to think who you were just talking about. That boy bad. That's all I'm going to say. If you don't know, go look him up on YouTube or whatever. He bad. RC? White Moss. Yeah, uh, Diamond in the Rough kind of a talent when you look at what he can do. Sure. Um, not one of those guys that's going to take the top off the defense, but he can do everything right as far as route running, good hands, high IQ, yeah. separation, um, 
I mean, a damn good wide receiver, a damn good wide receiver. Adam Thielen, I mean, they said it themselves. I mean, the guy had an unbelievable season last year when we're talking about eight consecutive games with 100 yards receiving. And, uh, you know, the guy just got sick of him. He's a really good receiver. And, and uh, it, it just goes to show the disappointment from the Minnesota Vikings season last year because of all the talent they had surrounding But, um, you know, um, I, I, I said that I think Diggs is better than him, and I still stand by that. So, um I think maybe a little bit of Cooney country is going on with this one, but uh, I'm not going to say he's not deserving of this position because he is a very, very good receiver. Yes, sir. Now, I realized that I went from number 41 to 35. So let me run off the guys from 40 through 36. Zach Ertz at number 40. Akeem Hicks at number 39. Defensive tackle. Over there playing with Khalil Mack in Chicago. Keenan Allen, wide receiver, respect. Number 38 for the San Diego Chargers. Jamal Adams, safety at the New York Jets. And Chris Jones, a defensive tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. We got to Devontae at 35. We got to Melvin Gordon at 34. And we just talked about Adam Thielen at 33. At number 32, we got Jared Goff, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, you know, Jared's coming on up the ladder. Uh, more uh, San Diego Charger, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Derwin James, a safety, coming in at number Monster. thirty-one. Monster, huh? Uh, more Chicago Bear defense at number thirty, Eddie Jackson. And I got a surprise coming up at number twenty-nine. This is for my man RC. And number 29, R.C. Who could it be, R.C.? 29. I mean, who could it be? And, and, and this is for you, my friend. Who could it be at number 29 in the league? This is something you would like. I'm going to just play this sound. Coming in at number 29. <laughs> this is my daddy favorite team. My, my boy dog know on the online. Yeah, my dad got the coldest yeah. San Francisco Giants jacket there is. Uh, from my daddy, you'll never see it. From my daddy' favorite team, from my boy RC favorite team, coming in at number yeah. twenty nine, George Kittle. Yeah. You see this on my arm? That's chicken skin, brother. I absolutely <laughs> love George Kittle. <laughs> Stone Cold Kittle NFL record setting touchdown catch. NFL record, George Kittle most receiving yards by a tight end. Woo! George is, is killing it this year. Killing it, like really falling out. Falling out this year. You can't guard him one-on-one. George Kittle now holds the record for most receiving yards by a tight end in a single season. He had 1,377 yards in 2018. You know, as a defense, you just feel like, you know, it's not going to happen to us, and you did Mullins pulls the ball back, throws the ball wide open, Kittle near side, Kittle 40, Kittle is the block 50, Kittle got the block 30, he is gone, stone cold Kittle. It was just impossible to stop him. Yeah, he had like 210 yards from from the tight end position. Coming in at number 25, look man, I was just watching highlights one night. And then it was just just number 85 for 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 the 49ers. Big white boy at the tight end. But I'm talking about running, Jack. 
This guy can boogie, like running. George Kittle coming in high. Tight end, number 29 for the San Francisco 49ers. RC, talk about him now. I like George Kittle a lot. He came from the, uh, I mean, it seems, I mean, I mean, Miami is tight end. You, we're talking about guys like David and Joku. I mean, a lot of the players that came from out that way. But Stone Cold Kittle, man, um, uh, the nickname given because he's a big wrestling fan. I mean, he likes to drink beer like Stone Cold Steve Austin pounding beers at Iowa Hawkeyes game. Um, you know, honestly, it seems like a, it might be a little bit too high praise for people who aren't in the following of what this kid's done in his career, but it's very Gronk, very Rob Gronkowski-esque in this, the way that this kid started going. Soft hands, beast when it comes to blocking. We're not talking about just continuously going off of what he does as a receiving level. Um, high IQ when it comes to faking defenders out, when it comes from the, the uh, blocking feint to going for passes. He's a, I mean, we're talking about numbers that he put up last year playing with a backup quarterback after Jimmy Garoppolo had suffered his ACL injury. Um, it, 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 now, I'm not going to give it all to him because I don't want to sound like a homer because Mike Shanahan's style of offense has been uh, very creative and, and, and it, 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 gets, uh, it should be given the same respect that he's getting from his end of it. You know, it takes the player to put in what the, what's in the playbook, but at the same time, the coaching style has definitely given him a, um, a, a chance to be great, but he's got to put in the work at the end of the day. And George Kittle, um, a guy who really can do it all. I like him a lot. And, you know, he's a, it, it, you know, I know Jimmy didn't have a good day today, but like I said earlier, I don't give a fuck about preseason. It means nothing to me. Jimmy's going to have a, a season just like Carson Wentz last year, getting used to the uh, doubt in the back of your mind coming off of a major injury when it comes to the lower half and the lower extremities. But, um, you know, what they got going over there in San Francisco with, uh, with the players that they got involved is going to be a lot of under, uh, undermined with the, the, the Rams coming from the Super Bowl, Seattle still being Seattle. Um, but if they stay healthy, this team can make a lot of noise. And I'm not just saying that being from a homer standpoint, but because of the offensive creativeness coming from the, the head coach standpoint, and the players that they got around. George Kittle put up numbers like that with a backup quarterback last year uh, and Nick Mullins. And, um, you know, I, I think that the, 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 the ceiling is very high for this guy. And, you know, when you got a white guy who can get away with a lot of stuff on your team, I appreciate the, 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 the gratitude that gets given by the referees and things like that. So I'll accept all of that good stuff. And I like George Kittle a lot. A guy who likes to have fun, and at the end of the day, he's just like the rest of us. He's just one of the boys. He's a damn good football player. Uh, uh, a surprising spot, but it's well-deserved. Because when you're talking about tight ends in football today, if you ask me, man, honestly, I think Zach Ertz, a guy that was just named below him, Zach Ertz is probably, um, in my opinion, the best tight end in football. And then you go Travis Kelsey over in Kansas City. And then I put George Kittle at three. But this uh, this player's ranking is a little different than mine, and obviously you can tell I'm not having any sort of homer favoritism by putting two other tight ends above him. Yes, sir. Well, D, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that you've got any Kittle 
unless you were like me and just watching Sports Center on one night and was like, "Damn, that white boy getting off," because he he can boogie, <laughs> he, he ain't a big ass Frankenstein like Gronk. He shifted. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. got a little wiggle in his hip. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. And can really move, man. So number twenty nine, George I, well, Kittle. I like. Well, the Broncos played Frisco tonight. Didn't they play tonight? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, they played today. They played today. They played today. Okay. So all, right, all right. They've been having training. They've been having training together too. So. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, coming in at twenty eight, uh, Fletcher Cox, beast over there, defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Monster. Eagles. Monster, monster, monster. Monster, uh, yeah. Coming in, coming in at 27, the guy who I think is the best corner in the league, but not the highest-ranked cornerback in the league. I do a lot of – I'm a weird nerd in certain ways, and I'll sit here out here and look at YouTube and watch cornerback versus receiver matchups where they highlight yeah. direct corners versus certain receivers. So I've looked at them all, the Lattimore's, the the Richardson's when he was in, even Dion back in the day. The guy that poses is the fastest, the longest, has the most competitive pedigree going to me right now and gives these dudes the most problems, hands down, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, number oh, yeah. 20, boy, Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Now he a little zesty, got a little zest in his shit. Where it's like, oh shit, are you gay or not? And we talk like that here on the heavy-handed edition. We we talk like this on the heavy-handed edition. God damn it, you know. And a word I want to put in the lexicon of the uh, heavy-handed edition is faggot. I love that word. I grew up with that word, and I'm and we use that here. Okay, we can call people. I don't care what society says. You know, if if somebody acting. Like soft or something, you hey man, stop acting like a little faggot, you know, yeah. like we did as yeah. kids. I fuck yeah. with well, we're gonna lose some sponsors for this. Yeah, we ain't losing no sponsors anyway. We ain't got none. <laughs> so we we might as well have fun with this shit while we can, you know. And, yes, sir. Uh, RC, I don't know. RC's thirty. D. He thirty. We thirty-seven, thirty-eight. I don't know if he grew up with faggot like we do. Now, when we used to call people faggots, we didn't mean you wanted to have sex with men. Yeah, we didn't mean that. It might mean I, I might have dared your ass to jump off or something, and you didn't want to jump. <laughs> Man, you were acting like a faggot. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is. But uh, That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is, man. I, I could dare you to jump out the lemon tree. See, I might climb the tree to the highest point, and I dare you to climb where I climb. No, man, you a faggot. You know, that's how we yeah, used to do exactly. But that's all it is. Digressing. Um, coming in. Such a fun word. <laughs> my, my, it's, it's a great word. My favorite corner, number 27, Jalen Ramsey. Let's let's hear a little sub. Jalen Ramsey. I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> he gets my vote. I think he's the more corner in the league. Best corner in the league. I love the way that Jalen Ramsey plays. Definitely should be in the top 20. To have the confidence that he has, it doesn't matter who he lines up against him, who he goes against, he's not going to change the way he plays for anybody. Okay, I'm out here on this island by myself. You can't do anything. Love Jalen, man. 
talks the most shit, backs it up. They know what a, they know what to do. Number twenty-seven, yeah. Jalen. Number number twenty-six, Darius Leonard. This guy a baller down there for the Indianapolis Colts at linebacker. Darius Leonard, young, uh, probably not a lot of people know about him, but a baller. Coming in at number twenty-five, I'm gonna play this just to see if y'all know who 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 could possibly be at number twenty-five. Young Metro, don't trust you. Oh, home. Hey, back him. Gotta be back him. Gotta be back him. <laughs> who, who would I play future. some future sound for? Well, it ain't Scotty. Oh, God. Oh, so God. Wilson. 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 It ain't Scotty. Oh, hey, man. Yo, Metro, don't trust you. Home. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucked You'll up, call man. You'll for that, JP. Oh, man, oh, man. I'm yes, it, 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 <laughs> I, I have a oh, new respect for Russ. I have a new Russ. You know, it, it looks weak. See, Russ showed us man shit, and I want to. I want yeah. everybody to take note right now. Get your get your skin yeah. pad out, everyone. Russ came out, and what the culture would say, and us being the culture, took on a broad, took on a rapper's wife. Yeah. Okay. That shit was looking corny as fuck in the beginning. Hell yeah. Oh man, future, you know, dirty sprite two going hard. Niggas like future, 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 future. Look at corny ass Russell Westbrook, corny ass over here with this bitch future then did away with. Man, that nigga ain't did nothing but raise the value of that woman, empowered her, and took on that nigga's son. Making and, and being a father to him and making and wearing a, hey, cool. listen, and wearing a curl, wearing a full curl, though. Exactly, full that's curl. the mowing curl. <laughs> that's the mowing curl. That's the mowing curl. curl. <laughs> and, 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 but, but just been a G, an absolute Russell Wilson has taken that woman and that man's baby. And being a yeah. and, and showing you what a man do, and, yeah, and, and you, don't care about no problem. It. It's like nigga, this mm. bitch bad. You niggas don't know this bitch bad, and this a stupid bad. ass rapper, nigga. That's stupid. Nigga, this bitch bad and can go make money. I'm finna wife this, you know. And I, Is she we all called him corny. What you trying to say, ours? I mean, she definitely Sierra ain't regular. Whoa, 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 regular, regular, regular. <laughs> she ain't regular. She ain't regular, yeah, she ain't man. Regular, but, uh, but yeah, Russell was one of the corniest dudes ever. When like I never heard of about a person who was so happy to consummate his marriage and you know, be so braggadocious about this type of shit. But, um, you know, Russell Wilson, I don't know, man. He just reminds me of Steph Curry. Whenever the food is uh, getting taken off of the table, he's going to be washing dishes. And that's definitely not happening in the RC household. Yeah, it might look like that. Russell was awfully happy. To get <laughs> he was awfully happy to get some pussy butt. Doesn't take away from his accolades on the field, man. Let's show Russell his love. I think the most special part about him, which probably isn't the reason he, he made the top 100 for all the phenomenal plays he makes, but just the competitor 
and the leader that he is. What's about? Come on, come on, come out swinging. Hit him in the mouth. Let's go. Let's be great. Let's be great. Let's be great. Come on, we need an answer right here. We're answered. Let's go. Tough as nails. Tough as nails. Tough as nails. Tough as nails. You know, he's always bringing that that passion, that energy, and just that positive vibe that you need. It's in the eyes. It's in the heart. It's in the eyes and the heart, man. Let's go do it, man. Let's go. Yeah, he's got that never say die spirit and wheels too. But Russell Wilson is a quarterback, and he's best when he lets it fly. His deep ball, it just like hangs. You think he overthrows it, but then it just falls in the bucket where where it's supposed to be. I think Russell Wilson is the best deep ball thrower in the game right now. And the reason, look at the height he gets on this football. He's going to throw it straight up in the air. What happens is it comes straight down. So even though the defense is right there, it gives you a chance to pin him on your back, extend your arms, and make the play. If that ball comes in in a low trajectory. Yeah, Russ, man, checking in at 25, man. He's, he's, he's kind of revolutionized the game. He's been the guy, in my estimation, who said the, short, the shorter dudes can do it, the little shifty dudes. And Russell is a fucking wizard. He don't never get hit yeah. hard. He don't really get hit hard. He got a fucking cannon. And, you know, he dope, man. Russell Wilson is dope. I like the movie made with Sierra taking um, a presumption that goofballs like myself and others would say, oh, look at yeah. this corny-ass nigga taking on another nigga, that nigga bitch and all this with a kid. And, I mean, that nigga took that woman and made her into something. See, I, I tell women this. I tell men this. A woman, a queen, say if a, there was a queen, yeah. a queen cannot take yeah. a man off the street and make him into a king. It don't work like that. Not at all. But yeah. a king, a king can grab the dirtiest woman off the street, clean her up, and then make her a queen. Yeah. And Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. him being a king, he made Sierra into a queen, dog. And I respect that because a lot of niggas would be too wouldn't have the balls and be too shallow to take on the initial onslaught of dickheads like myself who were like, ah, oh, nigga, oh, you trying to fuck with Sierra? That's future's old bitch, nigga. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> yeah. you know? And he just laughed like you're immature. You're, you're an idiot. And I, I get it now. So kudos to Russell, man, and, and what him and Sierra got going on over there. Power couple, little future, little future growing up in the house. Hey, let me let me ask you a question. How would you feel if your son wearing a Wilson jersey? <laughs> you know he's How wearing a Wilson think? jersey. You know, I seen it. Look at, I seen it on YouTube as well. I'm asking you. I seen him. Is your Metro? Trust you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm shit. You ain't getting what you want for Christmas. I'm gonna get you what I'm. That gonna nigga's get. wearing. <laughs> hey, he's wearing Wilson jerseys though. The son is wearing full Wilson. Is your Metro? Yeah, that's a fucking pop, man. Soundbite king, soundbite king. That's his fucking pop. That's his daddy, man. Russell's his daddy. He's wearing his jersey. He's wearing his jersey. I don't give a fuck. That nigga, my son, did not ever wear another nigga's jersey. Not with his last name. Get me the fuck out of here. Hey, future, future have to digress. Future got to be like, you know what? That little Samoan mixed black nigga is better. He, he better do it because he better do it though. He better because Wilson ain't playing. Fuck around and beat the shit out of him anyway. What he don't want no smoke. 
It ain't he like too huge. That little ass mowing, strong ass Samoa nigga, man. He don't want no smoke with that goddamn Samoa. Free smoke, free smoke. Hey, free smoke, free smoke. That nigga don't want no smoke with that fucking Samoa. He don't want no smoke with That's all. Oh, man. Yeah, man, well. Hey, young Metro, though, trust you, <laughs> Stop doing that, man. You hurt that boy heart. <laughs> hey, Fuchs, Russell coming in at 25, rightfully so, man. Luke Keekley coming in at number 24. I watch a lot of Carolina Panthers games. He makes a lot of plays. He'll miss some plays, too. But Luke's a good player, I like man. Him. I like, I like him. him. I like him. Keekley, number 24. Number 23, Odell. Odell, yeah, let's go. You like Odell at twenty three, huh? Odell ready. He ready. Odell ready to play. He got up out of New York where he needs to get the hell on. Now it's his show. Cleveland to me is like the graveyard. They kind of fucked him and sent him to a graveyard, but they the new Cleveland, so they coming back to life. Odell's dope, man. Odell got some of the. He's probably one of the fastest dudes in the game. Got hella routes. He's just a head Too case. It's all me. up there. Um, like 22. 22. Highest rated corner in the league. Could y'all guess who's the highest rated corner in the league? Any guesses? Um, Gilmore, because I made a mistake earlier when I was talking about McCourty. I've been waiting for this one. That's you got what it I was right. Talking about earlier. I, made a, I made a mistake yeah. with the name, and I knew exactly who you were talking about because. He should have been the MVP of the Super Bowl this last year, making the big plays that he made. I got the, the DBs mixed up earlier. I, I apologize for that, and I've been waiting to, to make up my mistake. But Stephon Gilmore got paid top dollar from a team who doesn't pay anybody top dollar and well-deserved because what he did last year, especially – look, a lot, of people, a lot of people remember the, the, the interception that he got in the Super Bowl. What people forget about was in that late third quarter, early first, fourth quarter, was when Robert Woods was wide open in the back of the end zone and Jared Goff threw it to him and it looked like it was going to be easy six. And you got Stephon Gilmore coming from across the side of the field, picking up track speed and breaking that play up, which ultimately changed the game, being that that play was on third down. And they didn't have to be getting that point in. He's a monster, though. He's a Patriots player when it comes to high IQ, but he's not like the Patriot players when it comes to the talent that he has. Damn good cornerback. And, you know, I used to play DB back in my day, so I have a little bit of extra favoritism when it comes to DBs because in a league where wide receivers, and it's all favorite to the offense. But, you know, Stephon Gilmore, bad motherfucker right there. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. And he be clamping shit. He clamps shit out there, and he jumps off the screen. If you're watching New England games, which you can't help but to do, um, Stephon Gilmore just be clamping shit. So it, it's it's pretty daunting if you're facing that New England Patriots defense with the, the Cocoa Butter Twins and all of yeah. the fucking, you know, you got a, a Alabama or two fucking uh, linebacker out there. So they, they, they'll line them up. Coming in at number two, Stephon Gilmore, top-rated um, cornerback in the league over Jalen Ramsey. I don't agree. I don't necessarily agree. Okay? Mm. Um, top-rated tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey, number 21. Yeah. 
got a badass black like girlfriend, and he likes to do a lot yeah. of black dances. Yeah, he got some moves. Yeah, he does. He got does. Some he got some, got some rhythm to him. And he got a got a little he sister. Baker on Mayfield. He like the Baker Mayfield of tight end. Yeah, got a little moon cricket on his arm. So he got uh, a moon cricket. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> got a moon cricket. Y'all don't, know. Y'all don't even know what that is. But uh, oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. Um, oh. number twenty. Number twenty. The the shit. The prodigal son. The one we thought was going to be the next Montana. And it's been pretty good, but injuries have, have hampered him. Indianapolis Colts quarterback Andrew Luck coming in at number 20. Oh, well, I ain't bad. Luck played his ass off. He just got to stay healthy. That's my game. Got to stay healthy. Yeah. Well, uh, well deserved. Well deserved, I think. I mean, with the year he had last year, well, let's yeah. be honest. Um, Tom Brady, I'm a big Tom Brady guy. Tom Brady probably shouldn't have been in the Pro Bowl over Andrew Luck last year. But, you know, I mean, uh, when it comes to Tom Brady, I mean, you could play the soundbite of, of, of what Birdman's talking about because Andrew Luck just hasn't done it as long as Tom Brady has. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I think it, even though he deserved to be in the Pro Bowl over Tom Brady, uh, you're similar to LeBron James, who we all know that Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Kevin Durant, we're all better than LeBron James, but LeBron James still gets a pass over a guy like Paul George, who is a legitimate MVP uh, candidate. But, you know, yeah. you got to put some respect on the name. Just like Brady over Andrew Luck in a different analogy, um, you know, when his name comes up, <laughs> that's what it is. Andrew, you think Andrew deserves a Birdman call? Uh. I don't know if he uh, deserved a Birdman no, no, call. No, it was no, it was more so Brady. It was Brady deserved more. It was, it was Brady no, deserved. No, Luck no, no, don't deserve no Birdman call. He definitely don't no, deserve. No, not Luck. Not Luck. Not Luck. It was Brady. Hell no. Number twenty, Andrew Luck. Fucking, you lucky to even be there. You're not getting a Birdman. Um, <laughs> number nineteen, <laughs> a guy we've we've done whole shows about here on the. Heavy-handed edition. Tyreek Hill coming in at number 19. I think well-deserved. You know, a little speed demon. Number 10, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, Tyreek Hill. Coming in at 19. I don't think anybody will argue that. Now, coming in at 18. Coming in at 18. Now, let me tell you this. Let me see. You got one. You got two running backs ahead of this guy. This guy coming okay. in at 18, let me first say, this guy coming in at number 18 with two running backs ahead of him. I don't like that shit. For sure, bro. I don't like that shit. I don't believe the two guys ahead of him are better than him. This shit is absurd. But let me play my man, the guy with the most carries. The most yards over the past four years and the most carries was a hog, was a hog at Ohio State, showing the abs, cut off t-shirts, yes, and shit, smoking weed. Now the problem is he need to do this. Stay off the weed. It's stay off the weed, and you can't stay off the weed. 
he ain't getting busted for using weed. Days off <laughs> the weed. You couldn't stay off the weed. Stay off the damn weed. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> my man, my man coming in at number eighteen. He's had all his problems. Zeke. To me, the, the best running back in the league. And I'm gonna let the Zeke. players talk about it. Zeke, baby. Who was the listen. toughest guy to tackle? Ezekiel Elliott. Many defenders have had sleepless nights thinking about Zeke. Well, he ran over a guy. Zeke is, is one of those guys, but he's just a special back. Elliott led the NFL with over 1,400 yards rushing, averaging 4.7 yards per carry. Hey, the best in the game. I don't care what they say. When you get ready to play the Dallas Cowboys, you better strap it up. Because if he's not running you over or jumping over you, He's catching the screen and catching the ball out of the backfield, taking it to the house. I don't think I've seen him get tackled going backward. He's always going forward. As a defender, there's a psychological thing where every time you hit a guy, he's still falling forward, having to do that over and over and over again. He gets stronger and stronger as the game goes to where eventually it just like wears you down. When you got to tackle him every other play, you know what I mean? It, it, it could wear on you. That's what it Yeah. Another, some more cowboy talk, though, but my man Zeke coming in at 18, man. I think he's the best back in the league. D. Talk about Zeke a little yeah. bit. Yeah, man. I, you know he beat the shit out of us single-handedly overweight. So I'm, I really, I love Zeke. He did the shit fat as hell when he was at Ohio State. He beat the shit out of Alabama. But in the lead, Zeke, Zeke's getting better and better, man. But he got to lay off something. Something Zeke doing. I don't know what it is, but he got it. I know Zeke got it. Zeke got it. He gonna be the best running back for sure. RC. Um, he's not the best running back in football. Um, I don't think he is, but I do think the Cowboys need to pay that man as such, even though I don't think he is the best, but pay that man. And for the Cowboys to not give him his money that he deserves right now. And, and people be like, Oh, do you think he deserves, uh, uh, Todd Gurley money or Le'Veon Bell money? Just pay him what he deserves. That's it. Um, my opinion about him not being the best running back doesn't mean a goddamn thing because when it comes to contract time, which it isn't, but he's making a deal of it, pay that man. Well said. Coming in at 18, Ezekiel Elliott, my favorite back in the league. Coming in at number 17, my favorite quarterback in the league. It's going to be a surprise to you all. Hmm. Let's give it a listen. You wouldn't expect so much energy from the league's fourth oldest starting quarterback. Can't say enough about Phil. I mean, he deserves to be top ten this year, I think, at least. But uh, just the way he can perform now in year 50 (laughs) that he's in, no, it's, it's unbelievable to see him go to work. In only his 15th year, Rivers was still at his best. 
tying his career high and recording a 105.5 passer rating for the third time in a season. The rest of the league noticed, voting Rivers to his highest ranking ever on the players list. You got dagger, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try that Philip timing with it, baby. I told him I was gonna try to throw like Philip. Philip started like four days before that. He 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 just came out and just ugh. It's, it's, it's so awesome to watch. The goat, man. He is the goat. People don't understand that he is the goat, and I don't understand how people say he's so underrated when you year in year out kill people. Rolling to his right, throws to the end zone. Caught, touchdown! Philip Rivers, 25 consecutive completions, which ties the NFL record. Now it goes underneath, and there it is, his first incompletion. What? Philip Rivers doing it, doing it, been doing it. Ever since Drew Brees been in fucking New Orleans, he kicked his ass out of San Diego for a reason. Don't forget, Brees was a San Diego Charger. Yeah. They gave his ass a foot up his ass for a reason. And that reason is still a charger to this day. Uh, Philip Rivers, man, my favorite quarterback personally. What y'all y'all got anything for Philip? A bad boy. I like him. Attitude. Don't give a fuck. Plays hard every down. You see what happened in the playoffs when he was hurt a little bit, but he still went with the shit. But he's a hog to me. I like him. He's a hog. Yep. Uh. Well, man, we got dogs. Me and you, we gonna finish it off. We got Saquon coming in at sixteen. I think that's yeah. high for after one year of work, but Saquon's getting a lot of love. Uh, yeah. At number fifteen, we got Bobby Wagner, a linebacker from the Seattle Seahawks. Number fourteen, we got Alvin Kamara, a running back for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, number thirteen, good. I like him. I like him too. Number 13, some more New Orleans Saints, wide receiver Michael Thomas, Keyshawn Johnson's nephew. You might not know. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 I know. Michael Thomas. So, yeah, that's 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 a uh, number 13. He he be balling. He be balling. Um coming in at number 12, resurrection year, JJ Watt. You know, JJ Watt coming back. Number 12. Yeah. At number for the uh, Houston Texans, also another Houston Texan at number eleven, DeAndre Hopkins, balling. You know that's a, that's a receiver that's over there putting in that work. We're getting all of the them. Top, all of them now. Well, Yo, boy, at number ten, Von Miller, yeah. the living legend. The legend. What, what number is he? Number ten. Okay, I feel like that's a little. Uh, I don't know if I can with that, but okay. He is the second highest rated defensive player. There's only one defensive player on the list higher than him. He's number 10, Von Miller. They call him the living legend, dog. They say Von Miller is already a legend. He's already a legend. He's already a legend. We ain't even going to go past that. Next. Let's go. Number nine, Julio Jones. Been holding it down for years. You know, just another Alabama beast. Uh, Alabama beast. Yeah, you know, and Alabama didn't put hey, some we, beasts in this shit. And Julio Jones. Yeah, we got some beasts. We we up there highly, highly. So all you other motherfuckers, y'all see us. 
Alabama, Julio Jones, wide receiver for yeah. the Atlanta Falcons. Coming like, in at number like eight. He's great. Of course he's great. Uh, coming in at number great. eight, probably low, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers coming in at number eight. Legend. 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 We already know he's great. Legend. Number seven, Antonio Brown, wide receiver, okay. wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. You know, we'll see what yeah. he has to put out. Nigga on hard knocks looking old in the face. You know what I'm saying? Just looking old in the face on hard knocks and shit. But coming in yeah, the number seven, Antonio Brown. You know he going to give you that work. Coming in at number six, the living legend, the GOAT, Tom Brady. Oh, man. Now, what number is he? Number six. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't know, Jay. I don't like that number with Brady. He's a great. He's a GOAT. I mean, He's a great. He... Six is high, man. I don't know if Tom is really six right I mean, now, but... Okay, I hear you. I hear you. We go. Remember, this players, this players, these players. Yeah, this player. So they got high reverence. These players. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number six, let's hit the top five top rated running back in the league. I like Ezekiel Elliott, but the players say the guy, the biggest, toughest, hardest, fastest, hardest guy to stop, Todd Gurley. Of the Los Angeles Rams I seen Todd Gurley playing for the Georgia Bulldogs In college I said god damn That dude is moving and he's big I would hate to have to tackle him Yeah I like him He's a great He's going to be great Catch the ball out the backfield Does it all Todd Gurley He had 21 touchdowns last year Led the league He finds a way to get in the end zone Whether it's 80 yards away or whether it's 10 yards away Here's the TG He'll get get a yard for shot he has great vision. He's elusive. And then when you give him the opportunity, he can break it away. Cuts inside. Has the pylon. Has the touchdown. Touchdown, L.A. Todd Gurley's number one, hands down. Todd, I think, to me, is like the definition of a running back. Elusive back, hard to tackle. He can run over you. He can run by you. He can also <laughs> shake a little bit. He got some shakes in his game. He's special when he gets the ball in his hands and... If you're running back, that's a guy to look up to. Right now, I have to say, in my eyes, he's, he's been the best. He runs so powerful, uh, great vision. He has that combination of size, power, and speed. He does a great job catching the ball as well. Honestly, he just makes things look just so nonchalant yeah. and easy. He be making tough catches. So he made, remember that one? Todd Gurley, a beast, running back. Coming in at number five, uh, just a beast. I like him. He's great to me. I like him, man. I, he does nothing wrong to me. He had that little injury, but, I mean, I believe they would have won the Super Bowl if he was healthy. Yeah, probably so. That's, yeah, they would have won, won the Super Bowl if he was if he was healthy. Trust me. They all know that. Mm. He wasn't 100. And he still got an Aaron bust one on their ass. But, yeah, uh, he did. He said, uh, I like him. I like him too. Uh, number five, Todd Gurley. Number four, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, Kansas City Chiefs. Love him. Great, great IQ. Vision is out of this world. Cannon, fast. 
he thinks fast, everything. He's everything a coach will want, trust me. Let me give you all a little insight. Patrick Mahomes, baseball player. Russell Wilson, baseball player. Those yep. guys with the, with the baseball player type arms, they're going to be able to throw them, throw that football from different angles. It's just a different arm. It's just a different arm. Your arm is trained to throw differently. I've played both sports. What happened yeah. to me is that I played football and baseball. Then I played last. I played football. Then went to play baseball again. I couldn't even throw a baseball no more. Because it's, the, it's almost the exact same recoil action, like your arm going back. Yeah, it's the, just the, the rotation is almost the same. Yeah, it's just the forward part that's slightly different. So throwing a baseball yeah. and throwing a football is very similar. So Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes are two baseball players. These guys both played uh, high-level baseball, similar to what yeah. you see with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray in um, – Arizona, Arizona Cardinals quarterback. Yeah, is, uh, yeah, got drafted to play baseball. So you'll see these these guys have different type arms. They're able to throw from different angles just from you know playing baseball. So just a little fun fact there. Number four, Patrick Mahomes, coming in at number three, the highest rated defensive player above Von Miller, Khalil Mack. You know, Mac yeah. Daddy. You know, um, X Raider, and I, I believe he deserves a bird call. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Yep. Yeah, he's yep. great. I like him, man. Oh, actually, not the number one defensive player because at number two, we have Drew Brees, and at number Ooh. one, yeah, Drew up there high, ain't he? Ooh, Drew. Oh, Drew. That's it. Hey, let's give Drew a bird call. Yeah, give him Nigga, a bird call. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Most definitely. Yeah. But at number one, and man, look, I was slow to gravitate towards this dude. I couldn't tell why he was so goddamn good and still can't. But every time I watch him play, they play in my city, my city of Los Angeles. Aaron fucking, Aaron fucking Donald. California. Oh, no, Donald. Donald, number 90. Aaron Donald just stays in the backfield wreaking havoc on quarterbacks oh, and running God. backs. The number one player in the league, yeah. voted by the players, Aaron Donald. Let's give it some listen. Wow. The things he does on film, it, it looks like a cheat code. It's pretty crazy to watch the things he does and how fast he comes off the ball. Just the things that he can do physically, the way he can take over a game, it's kind of a marvel to watch. Young guys watch him play, and I said, you know, the most dangerous thing you can do is watch that guy do what he does because you can't do it. Try to be the best version of you. Try to figure out what works for you, but don't watch that guy and think that you're going to be able to pull those things off. He does so many things at an elite level and makes him look easy, then guys are like, oh, that looks pretty simple, but it, it's just it's just not. Aaron Donald, defense yeah. tackle, coming in to number one, man, and well-deserved. Wow, that's shocking. Well-deserved, yeah. though. You're right, well-deserved. That is deserved. No, I, I mean, dude just 
I, I, you know, living in Los Angeles, you got to watch a bunch of Rams football games because they play the yeah. local team. Aaron Donald just killer, 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 killer. Yeah, killer, so, killer. Man, that's been a fun night. It's been the NFL top 100 list, man. I want to say thank you to my yeah. boy Brian for rocking yeah, with me so long, man. I know it's 1 o'clock in the morning where you at. Yeah, it's 104, man. But, you know, I'm outside enjoying this vacation time, man. It's a pleasure to be on the radio with you all the time. You know it. Heavy-handed. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for rocking with me. Uh, you know, all the homies out there, this is my boy, Bri. <laughs> Rocked with your boy all the way through. I appreciate you, my brother, man. I'll you talk to you know. some other time. Uh, definitely be getting at us, man. What, what's coming up next for you, bro? Where are we going to hear from you again? Are you going to hear from me, man? My next trip, I told you I'm in New York tomorrow, so... You know, next day I hit you and let you know, but man, whenever you're on the radio, I got you. I'm calling in. No doubt, no doubt, man. And uh, it's been a heavy-handed edition. I am your man, heavy-handed J, 100 grand green eggs and ham. Uh, it's been a fun night. We gonna take it out of here with the dog as we do. Heavy-handed edition, relatively fat and black podcast. We out. <laughs>